Just for jugglers and jugglets. Imagine all the dipshit celebrities thinking that singing a song will make a difference in the world. Has anyone ever told you you're the songbird of our generation, Thomas? Yeah, basically a mix between Jesus and Fergie. Ah, nice, nice. All right. Uh, Welcome to another episode of the Best Best Friends Podcast in the World. I am your host, Tom, and I am joined, as always, in in this... uh, this crazy uh, virus riddled world. I'm covered in hand sanitizer from head <laughs> to toe. Right we now. did we did get to uh, take down part of our partition, um, so our our social distancing is at six feet. We are at six feet. Mm-hmm. We we did a, a nice yardstick fight before uh, before we went live here. <laughs> but uh, that is uh, that, that's my co-host and uh, best best friend Dan. What's up, everybody? All right, and we are joined today by um, the, uh, an author, um, uh, a educator, general educator, a of the highest form. Yeah, yeah, a, a, um, ed- educator. All around scumbag. <laughs> uh-huh. That's that's nice. <laughs> <laughs> that's uh, Nick Gregorio. Oh, hi, everybody. What's up, Nick? Nothing. I am just uh, been sitting here around here waiting for you guys for 20 minutes. <laughs> well, perfection <laughs> takes time. Jesus. Uh, so <laughs> if you'll notice that the uh, the audio quality is uh, a little off, uh, we are experiencing the uh, the coronavirus and, you know, we're the not pandemic. Yeah, I, we're not uh, we're not any different than any of you people. Um, yep. I mean, we do have a, a smash hit podcast and, you know, three dollars and eight cents in, in our bank. But uh, three dollars, you know, monetize, baby. We, we're not uh, we're not any different than you guys. Yeah. Um, so that's about as much as I made off my books. So it's <laughs> really good. It's really good. <laughs> um, so we are going to start. um having guests uh and starting next week i think the whole podcast is going to go uh via skype via skype yeah we did not have a large enough sneeze guard from a cc's pizza to go between us and the guests so yeah our salad bar is fully exposed fully exposed um (laughs) so so um you know dan and i have gone back and forth all week of you know what to do we had a we had our guest cancel um because of you know the social distancing and now we're in the state of pennsylvania and um you know there's been curfews put in place people aren't really supposed to be out after eight o'clock i think it is um yep so um you know we we debated do we go on a hiatus um you know, what do we do? What, you know, do we have the technology to, uh, to 
do a, a, a Skype, a, a, basically a, a Skype podcast. Um, and we do have the technology. Yeah, we can rebuild the cast. We can rebuild I'm it. I'm proof damn positive of it. Yeah, so our <laughs> guinea pig. Our uh, test pancake over there. Yeah, that uh, Nick, uh, thank you for being our... Uh, our our uh, our test subject here. Even I'm happy to do it. I am totally naked, which I couldn't do at your place. Which I'm I'm super excited about because you know we <laughs> record video uh, for every episode, and now I'm already getting into my relaxed fit. Yeah, I um, see that rocking my my sweatpants sweatshirt combo. Yeah, I actually got dressed for this because yeah. we were doing video, and I come in, he's rocking sweatpants and moccasins. Yeah, so um, <laughs> I'm gonna get down to to my skimpies next week um, and do this like a. Uh, oh yeah, we're gonna go full next week yeah so um i mean we're we can't stop the cast it's too important it's too important to america right now Um, more than ever for content people need content yeah and the country needs the best best friends podcast in the world they need us yeah they don't need nick so much but they need us you guys are so like modest i'm impressed well we learned from the wow (laughs) we learned from the best nick (laughs) which which is ourselves so yeah yeah. Oh, there it is. So, Nick, uh, you are you're an author of you have two books out. Yes, two books right now. Third one coming out in two months. Nice. So you've got your first one, which is a novel. And then you your second one is a collection of short stories. Correct. Yeah. Good Grief is a novel that came out in 2017 and This Distance came out a year later. And that's a collection of short stories that I wrote between 2014 and uh, 2018 almost. Um, And they were both put out by Maudlin House. They're wonderful people out of Chicago. I I actually tattooed their logo on my arm because I love them so much. That's a dedication, Holmes. Yeah, man. Um, So... um, Nick is, uh, he's a great author. Um, yeah, his books are spectacular. Yeah. Uh, thank you. I have, uh, inflate your head a little bit there. I have a, a, <laughs> a little, little humble brag, but I have a, an autographed copy of a uh, good grief sitting right behind Dan. I have an autographed copy yeah. too. I'm actually mentioned in the thank you of good grief. So, uh, I'll, I'll one up you, Tom. I, I you know what? When the next press comes out, I'll be sure to scratch that out of there. Jeez. I didn't even know that. <laughs> you already took me, you already took me out of this distance. We got to talk about that. <laughs> um, um, yeah, I think I think Good Grief is the last book that my wife read cover to cover. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I think she finished it in like three days. It was kind of impressive. Oh yeah, it's a pretty it was, quick read. Uh, I think. Yeah, Ninja Turtles, teenagers. It's all good stuff. Yeah, teenagers, horrific drug use, being totally inept as an adult. It's got everything. Yeah, yeah it was. A, it's a bunch. Of, it's about a bunch of teenagers and they are passing AIDS all around to each other. Um, it's definitely not what it's about. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no, I'm thinking of kids. That's what it is. Spoiler alert. <laughs> the guy at the end has AIDS. <laughs> that's, from, that's from kids. Oh, yeah. Um, when he's giving. A, oh, yeah. Stop. Stop. Quiet. It's OK. Yeah. <laughs> it's all right. I'm just giving you AIDS. Don't worry. All right. So, um. I know I'm thirsty. Dan's I'm thirsty. Very thirsty. I don't see a, I don't see a cup over here. You didn't uh, pass out oh, the old. Pint no, glasses. I did not. Um, it, everything's all out of whack now. There's only two of us in the in the friend zone, and we're uh, dogs and cats living in the same house. <laughs> Mass hysteria. <laughs> um, all right, so uh, let's get into our beer. Um, so as always, guys, um, 
you can follow along with our beers, with our ratings. Um, you can go back and look at all the past episodes, beers on our uh, Untapped. Um, so you can follow us at Best Best Friends Pod. That is Best Best Friends P O D. Um, I've been waiting for that. (laughs) Yeah. Um, So you can follow us, Best Best Friends Pod, uh, on Untapped. Um, And uh, Dan, tell us about our beer tonight. All right. Well, this one was uh, kind of a choice out of necessity, only because I knew for a fact that our guest had this in his refrigerator. So uh, this is tired. Lucky it hands. finally got to my house like two days ago. Oh so. yeah, we're gonna we're gonna talk about that. So uh, this is Alien Church by Tired Hands Brewing Company, uh, IPA, New England. Obviously, a haze boy at seven percent. Um, I don't know if you've read the description on uh, Untapped, but they are pretty amazing on their details. So, uh, Alien Church is our hyperspeed reptoid alien with photosynthesizing tongue oat IPA. Jesus. See, that's just making a bunch of bullshit up. <laughs> yeah, I, I, yeah, they're just, they're really, I mean, they're going to town on this here. I feel and, like I uh, could get a job there, be all right. I, I mean, we'll, we'll post the can later, but obviously you could see they got the alien skulls on it and everything. Oh, that's it. Oh, you know what? I thought this, I thought the can was our government. No, it is. Reptile people, folks. Yeah, a little bit of both. Yeah. Um, so, um, yeah, we're going to be drinking uh, Alien Church by Tired Hands. Uh, Dan, uh, you reached out to our our, our resident uh, Cicerone. The resident Cicerone. Shout out, shout out, Chef Ben. Chef Ben. Chef Ben did not reply. No. So we don't know what we're doing with this beer. We don't know what we're doing with this beer other than I shook it up a it. bunch of times. Um, oh. So I want to uh, thank God we have that sneeze guard here. Yeah, they said uh, explosion of flavor. So we'll see. <laughs> but yeah, so uh, this is nothing, I guess, new to us here in terms of the type of beer. Hazy IPA. Um, I love this beer. I know Nick and I have talked about this beer extensively. Um, I would say with the amount of hops in it, give it a nice roll. And yeah, I believe gonna, Chef Ben would probably agree with. Yeah. Nice. You give a, it a nice roll there, Tom. Yep. Yeah, a gentle roll. Um, give it a nice roll. Yep. Um, so I found out when I looked this beer up that I have had it before. You did? Yeah, and I saw my rating, and I'm going to see if it holds up. Okay. All right, we're going to go ahead and give yeah. this a nice crack cool in crack uh, solidarity. Yep. Oh. Uh, I heard Nick's over Yeah, there. a little Skype crack. <laughs> Skype crack. All right, give yourself a pour, <laughs> Skype guys. crack. Uh. Oh, yeah. Forgot to mention that Nick is the uh, the lead singer of the band Grayson as well. Dan's the drummer. Like without Dan, I don't know where we would be. We're Dr- back, drum, baby. Drum machine. <laughs> drum machine. Yeah, you can just go to. You can just go to Skype today. You can just go ahead. Drum machine. <laughs> just go down to Sam Ash and uh, and get yourself a drum machine. Dan's out of a job. <laughs> Thanks, Tom. <laughs> social, so, social distancing. So pouring this out, I believe, I mean, if you're in a small room there, Nick, you can obviously smell it pretty uh, pretty well as soon as it comes out. Fruity notes right off the bat. Yeah. Ooh. God, it's good. It is. It's. I would say this is one of my top beers um, recently. This is one I've been drinking pretty steadily. Um, it's a thick pour. Oh, yeah, definitely. Um, 
definitely a, a very good amount of haze to it. Um, a shit pour on my job here. Yeah, I'm looking over at there. We're probably going to have to wait another five minutes for that head to come off of that. Yeah. What did cup. you do? Oh, did just, you really shake it up? He, no, he, but he, I really he dunked it like Shaq. He just he just slammed it in yeah. there. Yeah, I'm a, st- <laughs> I'm, a, I'm a stout boy by uh, by trade. So uh, I went I went stout pour and uh, it didn't work out so well for me. Yeah, it's <laughs> it's embarrassing to look at right now. Yeah, it's about the head size of my son. So I guess we should t- kind of talk about the state of craft beer right now because uh, Tired Hands is a good example of what people are doing because I did pick up a case of, uh, I guess, Alien Church and a couple of their other beers when I was, uh, I think, last weekend, and they had their social distancing kind of setup going. Everybody in line, six feet away, um, one person at a time, entered into basically their like waiting area, picked up their beer and rolled out. Um, and I think what Nick, you actually got their delivery. What was that like? Uh, it was a pain in the ass. Um, (laughs) I I went through uh, Dudley direct and that's their delivery system. Yeah. And what would happen is I would have, do they, uh, do they come and put you through cart and then it would sell out before I could hit purchase. So was there a minimum that you had to purchase for it? Yeah, I'm pretty sure you had to buy four four packs, which I wasn't uh, upset with. Um, but that ain't cheap. It's not. I did. Uh, I did uh, six four packs. So I did a case yeah. um, just because yeah. I knew I wasn't going anywhere for a while. So <laughs> were you like, but Liz, it says I have to. <laughs> no, I didn't. I didn't mention it until they showed up at the door. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just as surprised as you are, honey. Ooh, I don't even know what? where this came from. What a treat! Wow, this must have been from this must have been from Eric. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so let's. Uh, you want cheers on this guy? Yeah, let's give a cheers here. Uh, I've already been drinking it. I'm sorry. Uh, we're just gonna remote cheers over. Little, little slancha. But yeah, you get the fruity notes right off the first sip, and then you get kind of that little haze at the end. Mm-hmm. It definitely has. Um, I feel like it has like a pepperiness to it. I really do like oat as a uh, ingredient in an IPA. Uh, oh yes, the Schuylkill from Potsdam <laughs> last uh, episode was had the flaked oats in it as well. And you know now, who else does that, Dan? Um, uh, 10-7 in their uh, creme de la oat. Yes, creme de la oat is a good beer. Which is fabulous. I've, uh, I, I drive by 10-7 a lot, and I've never stopped in to get beer. You're doing you yourself should. a disservice. I actually did their social distancing uh, online ordering last week. Oh, really? Oh, nice. How was that? It was easy. I mean, it was like uh, you, well, it wasn't even online. You call them up, you tell them what you want, and you pay over the phone, and then you come pick it up. They're wearing gloves, have hand sanitizer for you. It's great. Yeah, I mean, a lot of breweries are doing that. Um, I saw, well, I went to Stickman. Um, actually, when everything first like kind of hit the fan, the first place I went to was Stickman. Um, I had probably one of the best experiences. I did talk about it on our Instagram. Uh, that was that was phenomenal. And then Tired Hands, I mean. Yeah, you can you can check that out on our uh, our Instagram at uh, Best Best Friends Pod. That's Best Best Friends P-O-D. <laughs> I saw you queuing. I saw a cue, I saw you queuing it up. I'm like, all right, it's go my on. favorite thing now. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, that's, that's the only two songs that they have, folks. So uh, get used to hearing those. <laughs> oh, um, but yeah, shout, shout out Stickman. Um, 
guys, go out and support your local uh, craft brewery yeah. because they are. Um, Shout out to all of them. Stickman, Tired Hands, 10 7. Yeah, I mean, I mean, they're doing they're putting in the work to to keep their doors open, keep people drunk <laughs> during this trying time. I don't know about you or uh, you, Nick. Have you guys been drinking more? During this time? Oh, yeah. Yeah, 100% more. Yeah. Yeah. I think we talked about it. I think it was either episode one or two about how. Yeah, we talked about it two with Zig. Yeah. We don't drink that much. (sighs) And like, I was like, yeah, I do one or two beers a week. Now I'm like one or two beers a night. Yeah. Pretty silly. Yeah. Yeah. I got some. I'm doing like a crowler and then a a can. Oh, yeah. Oh, wow. Um, I'm going to bed real nice and toasty. (laughs) I've been doing. my fridge is the uh, the Uggs and jeans skirts of uh, of beer right now. It's a uh, real basic. It's uh, a <laughs> um, it dresses like Han Solo. Yeah, it. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I got some leggings down there. Um, I have uh, in my in my beer fridge right now. I have a Sly Fox Hellas, um, which is solely for it's the excellent. pop top. Pop top. Yeah, solely for the pop top. Yeah, Sly Fox. That that beer is excellent. It I is. Won't it, it's anybody for wow. A great crushable beer. Um, oh yeah, I have a Breckenridge Vanilla Porter staple. Yeah, solid beer. Uh, Goose IPA. Uh, I'm not a Goose Island guy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I'm not on Goose. You lost me on yeah, Goose. <laughs> no, it, it's it's uh, it's Budweiser with hops. Um, <laughs> um, and then uh, Paps, case of Paps. There you go. Yeah, Old ain't nothing wrong with that. I'll no. tell you what. You got any coffee Paps down there? No, I don't. I should get a. If you guys haven't had the uh, the Paps hard coffee. Um, and uh, if you want to really uh, uh, go uh, bougie with it, uh, La Calamba. Just oh, yeah, put they, out some of them hard coffee, and it's yeah, pretty good. Is, is that how you say it? La Calamba. La Calamba. That's how I do it, and uh, my wife wants to stab me in the throat every time I say it. Yeah, I, I, I'm already irritated. My, my throat's irritated by trying to mimic you. <laughs> it's the Jewish in me. La Calamba. <laughs> <laughs> he's reading. He's reading the Torah over yeah. here. Kalama. <laughs> All right. All right. So, um, I, I, it smells. Uh, it smells fruitier than it tastes. Um, for me, I'm getting a more earthy. I think that's peppery. Right there. Uh, peppery flavor to it. I think because it's got that dank. It's got that yes. dank. Yes, it is. Uh, it's definitely more. Um, it's not as much of a New England that I'm that I'm used to. They have their own spin, and like Tired Hands, which is like every one of their beers, they have a new uh, their own spin on like every beer. Yeah, I mean, for every beer that they put out, I feel like there's a there's a theme, there's like a taste with all of their beers where I go, this is definitely Tired Hands, and this was something that I tasted in New Trail when I got it yeah. because of their relationship. I mean, they had a brewer that worked at both, so. I mean, you could definitely tell with that. Um, so Have either of you guys waited in line at Tired Hands? It's really stupid. I, I waited. Yeah, I waited in line for uh, during the social distancing. It went around both corners and there was literally only 12 people in line because of the six foot rule. <laughs> oh, yeah. So like the line looked longer than it was. But hey, I went through. I've never stood in line at tired hands and i usually eat there and then what i do is i'll tip the server a little bit more to get me a four pack and put it on my tab that's the oh, you sly dog yeah 
just, I've only done it once. And it was only because I was, I literally told the guy, I'm like, listen, man, it was my birthday. And I was like, you know, I want this beer so bad. And yeah, we got it. <laughs> we got the church. I waited in line not long ago and it was, I feel like three blocks down was the line and it took, it was raining. I've never felt dumber in my entire life. <laughs> I'll just go to a beer distributor. We do uh, <laughs> anywhere, but do this again. I was going to say, I, we do stupid things for a good beer, man. Yeah. I'm waiting in line. It's part of the, I think it's part of the lifestyle. Well, that's certainly, I, would, I wait in line for treehouses anytime I go up there. So. Yeah, I still hate you for going up there and not getting me like a full case. So we got. Hey, man. I know you're going hey. back up. We'll talk. Well, we were, and then it got canceled because of the Rona. The Rona? Well, I heard that they have like Amazon pickup there now. They have like booths or something. Like, so you call ahead and like. I think they closed down completely because of how how hard Massachusetts got hit. Oh, okay. Because they were doing something like the lock boxes, I guess, like Amazon. Yeah, they were doing something similar. They they wanted to, but like, it's just really bad yeah i mean massachusetts what i mean i stopped uh in massachusetts on my way back from vermont um just a you know just a little detour through that state and i uh <laughs> i was a little worried because like we, we rolled through and i was like okay this so this is massachusetts and m- my buddy behind like in the back seat just like yeah they're getting real hit really hard with covid and i'm like what why did we drive through here <laughs> why didn't we just leave <laughs> ronies is crushing the the fucking northeast yeah that's why tom brady went to the bucks it's like he had inter- insider information of course he's like he's part of the uh the lizard elite yeah he doesn't <laughs> he doesn't age you know he's a lizard <laughs> All right, so, uh, so I guess we'll get down to the rating yeah, for the beer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so what we do now is uh, we are following uh, Untap's rating system. So I don't know if, what they are. Are they bottle caps? Are they just little dots? Like I don't know what the rating is, but well, let's just we'll just. I think they are bottle. I think they are too. Um, well, we just we'll just keep it numeric. Yeah. So I guess it's what it's from one to five. Yep. In uh, intervals of quarters. And yeah, in quarter intervals. So like you know, one point two five, one point five, and so yep. on and so forth. So uh, we're gonna adopt that because Tom had the worst rating system I have ever. Heard. Says you. No, it was Says terrible. You. Says you. Says it was you. terrible. Tom, old rating system. What would you give this beer? <sighs> Get ready for this bullshit, Nick. <laughs> I can't wait. Um, He's got to calculate it like fucking Rain Man over here. I would give it a, an 816 out of 1,000. What in God's name are you talking about? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Just divide it by 100, bro. Look, rating systems are arbitrary and ridiculous as it is, and that's the most arbitrary and ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's terrible. I know. Spoiler so, alert. That's the that's the whole point. Yeah. <laughs> Inside baseball, folks. Inside baseball. Oh, you're giving it away to us. Come on, man. This is our first Skype podcast. You're gonna give away the, your uh, well, give away is, all your secrets here. This is the last time we're together. I know. So. Uh, I'm letting everything out. It's a little, don't let everything out right now. <laughs> hey, <don't, laughs> Save that hey, for the remote cast. Hope, man, we, we could flatten the curve this week. Who knows? Yeah. Apparently there's like a malaria cure or something. Oh, right? shut, shut down. Uh, they extended it until April 13th. Yeah. All, uh, it's essential what? until April 13th. I thought it was the 6th. No, essential only April 13th. 
I think oh, education oh can get back or so, it has something to do with the the sixth is a significant date. Um, who knows? Whatever yeah. the case may be, I've already been here long enough. What's another week? <laughs> Just keep drinking, guys. Just keep drinking. Yeah. So um, I've got my Schuylkill water. Uh, it's been keeping me safe. Uh, yeah. I mean, if you can the survive the Schuylkill water, you can survive COVID. All right. They cancel each other out. So uh, do you want to start with our guest? <laughs> yeah. Is he going to rate this yeah, beer? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, we'll be cordial. Yeah, we'll be cordial. Hey, so uh, talent over there, what would you rate this beer? This is, a, this is a four out of five. Easy. All right. So you went with my four. Okay. Yeah. This is a four out of five easy. It's it's excellent. Um, I like that dankness. Like my favorite IPAs are the ones that are like you take that first sip and you're kind of like, that tastes like feet. Wait a minute. That's excellent. You know what I mean? It kind of tastes it takes a minute. Um, you kind of make that face that. where you're just like, oh, oh, yeah, it's got that funk. Yeah. Um, and this has a good amount of funk. Not as much as I want, but it's it's excellent. It's thick. It is juicy. Um, Nick likes and it's a, juicy. It's an honor to have in the fridge. Oh yeah, this is a staple here. Um, four out of five. That's a uh, that's a that's a Dan go to. But uh, thanks for stealing that, Nick. <laughs> <laughs> I uh, I think I'm gonna up the ante on this because only because I've kind of fell in love with it. Um, with I guess us starting to practice with Grayson, uh, we've been bringing Alien Church around a lot. With our <laughs> with our new bass player just keeps bringing it up. Like he just started going like I'm going to tired hands when I got some alien church. That's my best <laughs> Eric impression ever. But um, oh, I was about to say that was good. Yeah, it was really good. Um, I hope I hope it's, he listens. God, it, I hope he listens to this. That's why I did it. That's as, ins- <laughs> that's as inside uh, for you folks as it is for me. So, uh, <laughs> Yeah, you know, Eric's the uh, the other together. the the uh, the third leg of uh, Grayson, but um, yeah. So I mean, Nick and I have been drinking this pretty steadily over the last couple months. I will uh, I'll go up to a uh, I'll go a four point five. I'll give a four point five. Wow. Okay. Um. So I as I said, I've had this before. I rated it before. It was a surprise to me. Um, I just looked it up uh, on um on untapped and uh, i was like hey yeah i've had this before would you rate it previously i had rated 4.5 oh yeah guys that, i had an old draft this, this is a, this is a tom k first tom is a very mill the road raider when it comes to beers oh, oh what does that what does oh, that translate to in your previous oh. rating system um yeah what would that be that would be like a that would be a um, 950 out of a thousand yeah, something like that. I guess. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know because now I'm. You're adding additional math into my system. I'm just trying to do the math. I'm just definitely, definitely, definitely doing math. <laughs> <laughs> um. So no, it would have been a nine out nine out of ten. Okay, nine out nine hundred nine hundred out of a thousand. Okay. Um. So I'm gonna change mine. Oh yeah. Yeah. You gonna change it? Yeah. You going lower? Yeah. Yeah, I figured you're going lower because you're a middle of the road guy. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. What are you doing? Yeah. Uh, 3.75. Oh, that's a significant drop there. I don't. You know that, that's a damn insult. That's a damn insult, <laughs> sir. Nick I'm, is insulted right now. <laughs> I got to say, I think it might be. I would hang this Skype call up if I could figure <laughs> out how. <laughs> I, think, <laughs> I think I've just been spoiled uh, over the last couple of weeks with these uh, juicy bombs. Yeah, I mean, we've been having some quality juice bombs coming through this uh, studio. The bit of pepperiness. In it, 
uh, is throwing me off and, um, yeah, I'm not really enjoying the ride, the ride on the wave in. Um, oh, coming in, yeah. coming out. You're liking it, but not coming in. It's harsh coming out and then it kind of mellows and uh, it gets a little more harsh coming in. Got it. Like a spicy Chick-fil-A sandwich. Just yeah. Real harsh coming out. Yeah. It's like those, uh, spicy chicken nuggets from Wegmans. Oh dude. Those are, um, yeah, they were horrible coming out. Yep. They're good. They're bad going in. They settle and then they're just <laughs> spicy little devil dicks coming out. Oh God! What? <laughs> <laughs> oh man! That's uh, they they were the definition. We're talking of, about diarrhea, Nick. Yeah, they were the definition. No, I of got hot, that part. <laughs> they're the definition of hot snakes. Oh my God! You ever get snakes. that, Nick? You get the bubble guts. First comes the bubble guts, where your guts get all bubbly, and then you push out the hot snakes. You know what? Hot snakes is a band, and I didn't realize <laughs> really? that it had anything to do with uh, shitting. Yeah, that's uh, like until uh, my friend told me. But it was also like I didn't realize what Pearl Jam was until like uh, my 16 year old cousin was like, "Hey, you know what Pearl Jam is? What is so, Pearl Jam? Yeah, I've never actually. It is, yeah. It's semen, man. Oh, ah, I guess that makes sense. Okay, pearl necklace, got it. Yeah, that's a uh, that's that's very juvenile for the uh, the political activist that is Eddie Vedder. <laughs> well, fucking ninety percent of their concerts now like is hey, let, me, let me tell you about why Trump sucks. That's my best Eddie Vedder impression. That I thought good. that deserved way more. It was good. No, I was gonna say it was good. Eddie Vedder has a uh, has an accent. Yeah. He's got that, uh, he'll come out and they'll, like they'll play like three chords. And they're like, let me tell you guys about why uh, politics today are no good. The West Memphis Three was innocent. You make him sound like Mitch Hedberg. I yeah. Thought, yeah, I went <laughs> a little more heavy on uh, Bruce Springsteen there. Yeah, you went real boss on that. I'm yeah. Just, you got to work on his impression, son. Solid Eddie Vedder singing impression, though. Got honestly. it. So, I mean, if we were to average this out, I guess we got a four. We got a four, two, five, four, four, five, or three, four, five. seven, five. We're meeting in the middle. Four point oh. Ooh, four point oh. I like it. Yeah. yeah. We're That's doing exactly where I fell. So good on us. Yeah. <laughs> you agreed with me. Way Perfect. to bring it all together. <laughs> all right. So four point oh. Uh, follow us. Um, yeah, we'll be posting it later on after this uh, after this episode, and we de-louse ourselves. Yep. Um, best Best Friends Pod. Uh, it's Best Best Friends P.O.D. Every time. Yep. Every time. Every time. Um, so I don't know if you guys uh, realized I did a little music number at the beginning of the episode. Um, it, it, did you guys see the video of all the celebrities singing Imagine by John Lennon? Yes, unfortunately. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah. <clears throat> did it puck your buttholes like it did to mine? <laughs> I just don't know why people do dumb things. Fucking, it made me want to punch a hole in a wall. All right, Kyle, you're just breaking drywall over there? Yeah. Um, <laughs> it's just, how clueless do you have to be? Did you see uh, Ryan Reynolds? No, I did. Response to it? No, I did not. <laughs> Ryan Reynolds had a really good response to uh, why celebrities shouldn't sing, but <laughs> I'll, have to, I'll have to give it a look. Well, yeah, I have to give that a deep dive later, but, but uh, yeah, um, I don't know what they were. They were singing a song about what if the world had no money by a guy who just was a rampant wife beater and drug addict. 
Yep, and had money. Yeah. Um, they were all singing it from their, you know, multi-million dollar mansions, talking to like, hey, you know, this will this will, you know, ease all the world's problems. Let's let's sing this stupid fucking song. Overrated, overrated song. Putting it out there. You can don't at me, um, <laughs> but it's an overrated song uh, by an overrated singer. Uh, and uh, yeah. It was just like it was it was just a clueless thing for them to do. Um, I've voiced my opinion on why celebrities should just shut the fuck up before. Oh, yeah, we've done it. Um, And I have noticed that the one good thing that has come out of Corona is that there isn't that much chatter about like celebrity gossip. Nobody. It seems like people are all kind of weaning off of that whole uh, what are all celebrities doing? Who's dating who? Who has some stupid fucking opinion to put out now? You know, it's the age of the content creator now. It's it's not celebrities anymore. It's like. And here we are sitting as kings of the content creation. Yeah, we're royalty of the uh, heavy lies. The crown guys heavy lies. The crown. (laughs) (laughs) But I think it's. I, th- I think it's great because I, I feel like a lot of celebrities are they're trying to get to that point where they're like, I guess I need a podcast now. And like all these people that we've been listening to or like, you know, we listen to these podcasts or we listen to these guys who create content on YouTube and all this stuff. And now like celebrities are like, oh, I want to do that now, too, because I can't. Yeah, because they're getting fucking lapped. Yeah, they've been getting lapped for a while. But yeah, they just that, didn't know it. That whole Gail Godot video. Uh, it just reeked of desperation. Like we, please, please still pay attention to us. <laughs> we're, we're still, still here. here. We're, we're, I'm still going to be, uh, I'm still going to be a shitty version of uh, wonder woman. Um, <laughs> hey, you stop that right now. DC sucks. Oh. Yeah, I'm not going there. That is absolutely DC sucks, Nick. <laughs> Batman's the only good thing in that whole fucking universe. Well, here's what I'm going to tell you right now. Like you guys are talking about content creators and celebrities. Yeah. The fact of the matter is, the, the fact that we're even calling it content, we're reducing like the the currency that is art. We're, we're reducing a thing to not be just a piece of work, but now it's content and now it has to be constant. And okay, now we have okay. to be well, uh, on the Internet and uh, now we have to be like celebrities and voice our opinions. You know what my favorite thing is to do? Um, not talk to people. So that's why, <laughs> um, as you're well, as you guest on a podcast where so, you're talking to people. So, guys, so so what Nick's trying to say is our podcast is art. Yeah, we're art creators, guys. Yeah, we're art. <laughs> artists thank you nick i just mean to say that it we 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 tend to distill actual things for scaled back quick versions of things like content creators on the internet like uh influencers and stuff like i'm really happy that they're making a ton of money but they are contributing nothing no i would say i'm not i would say there are sub I guess subsidiaries under content creators where they're the ones like that are doing like the 15 second videos, the TikToks and stuff where I'm just like, no, I'm not, I'm not all about that. But they're the guys who are like, 
you know, like the pod father himself, like Joe Rogan, who's been just making quality content. Rogies. <laughs> Rogies. Yeah. So, uh, but I mean, he's we been, need Rogies to save the world right he, now. He's been making intellectual content. Uh, Tom and I have always talked, uh, we've talked about it off the podcast, Dan Carlin and everything. Like you have these content creators that are out there that make intellectual stuff as well. So like you, you take that content creator and like, it's, it's a terrible name. Like, well, it's, it, it's all, it all goes down to the viewer or the listener you know it's up yeah. to, it's up to them to make the right choice of are you going to listen to dan carlin do 24 fucking hours on world war one uh <laughs> which is the greatest thing that's ever happened to america or uh are you going to go watch uh logan paul which is the worst thing that's ever happened to america i'd rather jam yeah, but when, have any, when has anybody ears. ever made the right choice with anything ever uh, zero times, Nick, is the, uh, exactly. the correct answer. <laughs> like, we're like, okay, the things that we want, like the, the the good intellectual stuff that gets drowned out by the noise. And that the sucks. Fact that, the fact that the the Paul brothers have millions and millions of dollars. Infuriates is, me. It, it's the exact, uh, the exact thing that you're talking about is that nobody makes the right decisions. No. They, they, they like – it's like – a 15 second to two minute long clips of people being idiots, being horrible to each other, saying horrible things um, just so people can subscribe. It's insane. Hey, guys, I'm going to go insane. spray paint my dad's car. Fucking 15 million views. Hey, well, like I'm making well, that's the thing, but like, we contributed to it, too. You know what I mean? We were the ones that saw jackass be yeah. a thing. Yes. Yeah. Yes. True. You know what I mean? I, I guess. Yeah, we were we were that jackass generation. Right. And I don't mean to like stand on a soapbox or anything like that because I, I'm a culprit. I'm Are you responsible. standing on one right now? Oh, I, well, what I'm trying to say is that like I, I'm responsible. I imagine in, that Nick carries around for, a, uh, for that. a soapbox like a backpack. He's like, hold on, <laughs> hold on let me take this out. <laughs> it's like Eddie Vedder. But Jackass was popular because of us. Yeah. Oh, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and things happened because of that. Because of us. So, like, I complain, but I'm right there with everybody else. So what am I actually talking about? I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I have uh, I have all all four CKYs in my DVD collection right now. Yes, he does. I synced it. Yeah, so I'm no better than you, Nick. Land speed was amazing. That was, oh, it was groundbreaking. <laughs> I'm opening another beer. Sorry. Oh, all right. Skype crack. crack. Yeah. uh, Well, you're opening another beer. And to be honest, this is actually the fastest. (laughs) It's a Skype crack sound now. Skype crack. I'm actually this is the fastest I've drank a beer on an episode. So this is this is Corona right here. Oh, oh, I'm I'm sorry, Tom. I didn't know that. I didn't know that you were just going to show off like that. You drink like that Flexing normally, on you, bro. You're, Flex on you, bro. That's your normal drinking yeah. speed. Yeah, I'm a quick drinker. Um, <clears throat> so yeah, I mean, it, it just shows. That it, going back to the the whole, um, imag- wait, pick pick a different song. Do some research. Jesus Christ, that song is. It's all about. If there was a world with no money, if there was a world with no money, you fucking celebrities would be nothing. Yeah, it's it wasn't. Well, good. I mean, if you think about it, Star Trek uh, Earth had no money and that was a shining utopia for us all to strive for. So it's the same. And we we reached hyperspace or hyperspeed uh, warp space. <laughs> I, 
whatever, man. With your Star Treks, <laughs> your Captain Spocks, and your, your J- Captain James Cork. Don't you do that. Yeah, you don't want to do that. <laughs> I'm a big Worf fan. <laughs> Worf's good. Worf's good character. Yeah, Worf had a good bar. I don't think he had the bar. Was that the guy with the bar? Yeah, didn't Worf have the bar? No. No, that Worf was, was the, the Klingon. He was the Klingon. Wait, who was the little guy who had the bar? You're talking about the Ferengi guy in Deep Space Nine? No, is in um uh what was the one with uh Patrick Stewart and the Android and uh Lamar Burton. Lavar Burton was the engineer. That was Yeah, the, but what what was Jory LaForge. Did they have a they had a bar, but I don't think the bartender No, because you're talking about the guy Whoopi from Deep Goldberg's Space Nine. Goldberg's character Guinan was the bartender. Yeah. No. So in Deep Space Nine, it was the guy with the weird forehead and the yes. fucking giant ears. Yes. That's Deep Space Nine. Yes. And then what it was, was that wasn't that was Worf, right? No, it wasn't no, Worf. Worf was the Klingon. From the next generation. With the hair, right? Who also became who Worf also then when Next Generation ended went to Deep Space Nine. Yeah, he did. Yeah, I forgot about that. You're damn right he did. <laughs> we lost Star, Tom. Star Trek's <laughs> unbearable. <laughs> other than the movies with uh with Chris Pine. Oh damn, that's it. No, dude, James T. Kirk, William Shatner. Shatner sucks as an actor. God. <laughs> Oh, come on. It was good. I can't even talk to you right now. <laughs> <laughs> He's been waiting to do this. He was Nick's like so triggered right now. <laughs> you should have saw uh, Tom's list of things that are going to trigger Nick. So he just like kept it like he kept I'm, it on a post-it. He didn't I'm even scrat- put it on the I'm scrat- See, the problem is I brought up Star Trek for him to shit on. <laughs> like I'm the asshole. Yeah, he just throw it. He just like soft tossed it to you. <laughs> I, I had I used to uh, I used to work for um, for the sci fi channel and um <clears throat> I edited a, a shot and edited a show all about nerd culture. And we did a whole episode about Star Trek. And I was like, I don't fucking know any of this, man. Like, I have no clue. I for as much nerd culture that I'm in on Star Trek is like it's like Doctor Who. Like, I could not get into it. I'm in on that, too. Yeah. Doctor Who, I'm I, all about it. <laughs> I, Eccleson's the best Doctor Who. That's it. I mean, that was he's one of my favorites. Yeah. Thank you. Oh, fuck. You're the first person that has ever agreed with me on that. Well, Matt Smith is is my yeah, favorite. Matt but Smith sucks I a love dick. Him. You're an idiot. No, You're an idiot, Tom. <laughs> uh, he actually had that on the post-it in front of him. He goes, "I'm going to trash Matt Smith." No, because I've always, <laughs> I, I only, I the first season I ever watched was with Christopher Eccleston, and Christopher Eccleston is a fantastic actor, and he did. He only did one year anyway, and it sucks that he only did one year. I would have watched at least three of his seasons. Um, and then I got I think Matt Smith was right after. No, he no, no, no. There was, yeah. Tenant was the one. Tenant sucks a dick, too. Um, you know what, Dan? Hang up on me. <laughs> I control it. I'm in control. now. <laughs> look at me, Nick. Nick, look at me. Look at me. I'm Captain. Now. I can't see anything. I see a goddamn tiger on my screen. <laughs> oh, great transition, Nick. <laughs> yeah. Speaking of tigers, have you guys watched Tiger King? <laughs> well, we already discussed that Nick hasn't. But oh, my God, what a rabbit hole you need to go down yeah. there, Mr. Gregorio. All right, Nick. So I don't know if I want to go down this. All right. We're going to we're going to play this right now for you. We're going right? to play the okay. trailer for you. All right. Uh, so we're going to play a trailer here. We might stop it. Uh, partially through, uh, Nick. If you have anything, any questions that you need to ask, uh, just raise your hand. Yeah, let us know. <laughs> it's not every day that a zookeeper went to prison for murder for hire. 
There are more captive tigers in the U.S. than there are in the wild throughout the world. The old people are nuts, man. They're all crazy. I'm sure y'all got a story to tell. Did you see his sweet fake legs? Oh, yeah. The insane clown posse legs. Yeah. (laughs) So wait a minute. So let me get this straight. This is um, this guy was an animal trainer who went to jail for killing people for money. Nope. Um, He is a tiger breeder. He yeah, he owns a uh, he owned owned a uh, zoo where he uh, I think he had over like 200 tigers on the property yeah 280 something 280 something yeah so the, the guy had an insane compound of just big cats maybe the greatest character in the history of america yeah so joe exotic is his name um he is and a, you'll get introduced to yeah. him right off the bat neck on episode one and you will be transfixed yeah he's a gay redneck uh tiger trainer who uh was arrested trying to hire somebody to murder uh, a lady who was trying to shut him down. Yep. (laughs) (laughs) Good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. My name's Joe Exotic, and this is... There he is. He was like a mythical character living out in the middle of bumfuck Oklahoma. He owned 1,200 tigers and lions and bears and shit. (laughs) He is like, if you, if somebody told me that this person existed, I'd be like in a cartoon. Yeah. If somebody described him, I'd, this is how I would draw him. If I was like a, one of those people who worked for the police to do the police sketch. Yeah. And they just described this. This is exactly what would come out. They would, if they would say he looks like a, a shitty gay red. Redneck Hollywood Hawk Hogan. He looks like the gay guy <laughs> who tries to hit on you at Pet Boys. He looks like every person at the infield of a NASCAR event. <laughs> you guys just traded insults back and forth like this were letter Kenny. <laughs> yep. I'm party and have fun. I don't think we're done right. going shit. Pitter patter. I don't think you are. <laughs> they have a heart and a soul and a mind. I've learned from them. But Carol Baskin keeps saying, I can't have these tigers. If he ever had an enemy in his life, it was Carol Baskin. Hey, all you cool cats and kittens. It's- <laughs> we should start every every podcast with, hey, all you cool cats and kittens. Yeah, I was actually greeted like that this morning by my wife, and it was terrifying. Oh, my God. How did you not punch her right in the face? How did you not go full John Lennon on her? She's like, hey, y'all, cats and kittens. Little, I was like, God damn it. It's a little callback, folks. It's Carol at Big Cat Rescue. Carol is the Mother Teresa of cats. We will in the private possession of these cats. The worst thing is... She's, go ahead. The worst thing about her is... The fact that she has this big cat rescue, she has a huge compound where she keeps animals as well. Oh, we're no, no, we're going to get into it. It's like, what the fuck? Yeah, no, she's the <laughs> Tipper Gore of the big cat world. My way of living. Oh, it's not like Tipper Gore was listening to gangster rap. Carol has an army of people working for free. She's a plain out hypocrite. She literally does everything that I do. What a story. And it got way bigger. Sometimes they say that I'm the prototype for Scarface. We're supposed to be sexy and we're luring people in. You may now kiss the grooms. <laughs> You're gonna have to kill me to shut me up. This is my First album I saw Tiger. There's 28 oh, here songs it comes. and 16 Here it comes, oh, yeah. Nick. Nick. 
Get Nick, ready. Are, Nick, are you sitting down? He has yeah, to be I'm after I'm that. Sitting. Are you? Are your pants off? Because <laughs> they're gonna be. Oh, no. I saw tiger. That makes me want to die. And a tiger saw me. So, um, FYI, if anybody is watching this right now and wondering, it is not on Apple Music. Fuck. He has an, uh, there is, he sells, he has a YouTube channel though. He sells the CDs and DVD cases. Yeah. Well, because you get a DVD and then you get an MP3 digital download. That's how he sells Uh, it. Nick, his first album had 28 songs on it. 28 songs. That must have been really well paced and thought out. (laughs) (laughs) That's like, that's like nine, that's like nine Grayson demos there. <laughs> it's like nine Grayson EPs, man. I was gonna say it's like fourteen Grayson EPs. Yeah. <laughs> That's pretty uh, bad. Yeah. That's like old rancid albums, man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um so um if you haven't watched it yet, you need to. Um I'm only three episodes in <clears throat> and it's very possibly the greatest docu-series i've ever seen i spent i I spent all day watching it i i took off yesterday um with the wife for our anniversary and this is what we did we watched this front to back so nick yeah every second of this docu-series is action-packed Every every <laughs> single second of this docu series has you going like, "What the fuck <laughs> is going on right now?" Your eyes are gonna get tired because they're just gonna be wide the whole time. Like you're just <laughs> looking at it, like, "Is this real?" <clears throat> Nick, there's there's hypocrisy, there's polygamy. Murder? Murder. Uh, there's there's gay polygamy. Yeah. Um, there's in Oklahoma, gay polygamy in Oklahoma. Yeah, Heartland, sure. Oklahoma. Yeah. Um, there's a guy who calls himself uh, the doctor. Doc Antle. Yeah, Doc Antle. Uh, he's the doctor of mystical, mystical arts. Surprisingly, the most sane person in the whole documentary, which is really saying a lot. It's, it's insane. Like you, you, you're introduced to all these big cat people and you're just like, this guy can possibly be real. And then you just go through the entire story and you're like, that guy was the most reasonable person. He is the biggest fucking G ever. What? Uh, dude. So you haven't even, he's like, you're only three episodes in. Yeah. So like you haven't even touched it yet, but he is like, he is like John Smith. Uh, version yeah like, like he's John Smith level of like duping women into being his sex slaves if the Mormons if the Mormons had big cats it'd be Doc Antle that's what they, they, if the Mormons own tigers the Mormons are looking at this docuseries like how the fuck do we recruit him how do we, we need him he is like how a, the fuck do we get tigers? he's like a five-star recruit for them <clears throat> how the fuck do, we do you get know tigers? why I love outlandish things like Star Trek and Doctor Who so much why is that 
Because this shit, like Tiger King, makes me fucking sad that yeah. I am a human. This is the real world. Yeah, that's the real world. This is amazing. <laughs> that makes me. How does sad. it make you sad? This is all happening <laughs> because the world is awful. This it's a all terrible happened. place. I know it already. I don't need to see a reflection of it. Billy it's Corgan the, is the world is a vampire. I, we're all just around a cage. <laughs> um, so this is all like it's great because this is we live in a world where this can all happen under our noses and. We have no idea. No, no, no. Here's the thing. I could, I understand that everything that you could probably think of has been done by some psychopath um, with a Hollywood Hulk Hogan goatee. Uh, and that Brother. bums me out. It bums <laughs> me out. Whoop, whoop, Brother. Brother. Whoop. When you hop on the back of that red and yellow Harley... <laughs> Um, so he's a real American guy. Yeah. Um, it's just action packed, man. Yeah. Uh, I I can't wait till you start it and I hope you do. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) here's an interesting tidbit. I have been to Doc Antle's zoo. What? Yeah. Didn't know about that. Wait, you, you went? Mm hmm. Well, see, that's the thing, because it was at Myrtle Beach, and I was mm-hmm. like, why didn't we go to this when we were at your bachelor party? But I know that you go down there with your was it your extended family. Mm-hmm. So you've been there. Yeah, I'm pretty sure Jess has a picture in front of that big old white tiger. Oh, that's awesome. Do, are you guys, do you guys have a picture with a cub before you? No, 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 no. This was, uh, I think, I think that that shit got shut down. Oh yeah, I got raided in 2019. Yeah, um, we went down pre 2019. Yeah, I was gonna say they got raided in 2019, so like you had to pay extra to do the cub shot. Yeah, I don't think we. I think, I think it was like too late, but you could still like get pictures with the. Yeah, you could get a picture with tiger. the cub, and then no, they, no, no, it was with the white tiger. You sit uh, in front of like this big plexiglass case, and if if you went into the other room, you got a picture with the cub and yeah. then they took the cub and they threw it into an oven because it got too old during yeah. the time. Yeah. Spoiler and alert. It. Spoiler alert. <laughs> Thinking of that, that made me real sad. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's why I just said it makes me sad. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. The whole point of the docuseries will not make you sad. Yeah. But that you, little bit will make you sad. Yeah. That little- yeah, no, th- that's why. That's why. <laughs> <laughs> you need to watch it, Nick. Oh man, you just you, you need to you need to dive into it. I guess. I mean, if if we're talking about this and kind of, I know we kind of talked about for our debate what we were going to talk about is basically just like the binge worthy stuff. I mean, should we just kind of transition to that or? Uh- no, no, no. no let's, we'll keep let's, that, keep our, yeah. let's keep our format going. We'll keep the format going. <laughs> um, so Tiger King, um, Netflix, check it out. You got to check it out. I mean, Deep dive everybody, I know everybody's talking about it. You're going to hear it on every podcast. Uh, Rogies might talk about it. Um, last podcast on the left did it about a year ago yeah. in their side stories. Oh, um, they did a good deep dive. I think the, it, I think the bonfire is going to talk about it. Shout out bonfire. Oh, everybody's going to talk um, about it now. So, yeah, uh, check it out. It's we binged three. I'm not even working from home. I'm going to work every day. And I was up watching three episodes last night. I spent eight hours watching Tiger King last. It's, yesterday. it's crazy, crazy good. Um, <clears throat> so you guys want to watch some cool videos? I know Nick does. 
<laughs> Nick, let's watch some cool videos, buddy. Sounds great. All right. So I guess there was like this challenge going around of like um, drinking with uh, paper towel rolls. I saw that. Is that did have you seen that, Nick? <laughs> I can't imagine where I would have seen something like this. Uh, the internet. The internet is where you would see it. The internet. The internet that makes you sad. It's there. <laughs> so yeah. is this like TikTok? It's the straw challenge on TikTok. Oh Jesus Christ! So it it's been going around. Yeah. Oh my God! That kid has like the same Stein as me. Oh man! You know what we're gonna Good do again? Movie tavern? The Jumbo yeah. Mega Straw Challenge. Oh Jesus! What's he drinking? Oh, is that Powerade? Oh, in a giant mug. That does look like a movie ta- right. tavern tank. Take our jumbo mega straw. He's too stoked. Try to this. drink all the Gatorade in like one second. Three, this two, one. <laughs> I hope he dies. <laughs> I hope he dies on camera. Ew. <laughs> did he just fill it back up? Yeah, he did. <laughs> this is the worst double dare physical challenge I've ever seen. <laughs> He's eating the paper towel roll now. What is this? What? Okay. This is what our our country does now. All right. This is exactly what Nick was talking about. That's exactly what I'm talking about. Like, that's the dumbest thing I've ever seen in my life. (laughs) Did you see how easily he took down that that paper towel roll into his throat, though? I mean, that wasn't his first rodeo. Yeah, that wasn't his first paper towel roll. So did you just say rodeo? I, I didn't say rodeo, but that would have been yeah, really sure. funny. Thanks, Nick. Damn, we gotta turn him up. <laughs> um, rodeo. So, so we're gonna watch a video. Um, <laughs> this dumb dumb. <laughs> she she saw all these videos and she's like, I'm gonna try it. But instead of doing. <laughs> Instead of a paper towel roll? Instead of doing a paper towel roll, (laughs) she did a toilet paper roll. That's what, folks. Doesn't go that great. Challenge is to drink out of this this giant straw. Which, not a giant straw. Toilet paper roll. Toilet paper roll. Not a paper towel roll. Toilet paper roll. When we we prepped Nick for this, it was great because he goes, that's not a straw, that's a paper towel. That's a toilet paper roll. (laughs) (laughs) She's got that sweet... Uh, uh she's sweet, got the top yeah, of the fridge. The, snack, the, uh, the, uh, the, uh, uh, grab bags. Who the, doesn't uh, have that, man? That's oh, I have that. I, I, I went and I, I fear shopped at, uh, Acme last week. <laughs> <laughs> how many paper, ta- how many packs of paper, uh, toilet paper did you get? <laughs> they didn't have any, man. They were all gone. I, I, I scored a lot of wet wipes. <laughs> I'm, I'm killing the septic system in Roars Ford, killing their public sewers. <laughs> oh, did you did you see somebody did uh, the math of if you got four cases of uh, of the Kirkland uh, Costco toilet paper rolls? OK, they did the math uh, like saying 20 sheets per dump. Uh, Reasonable. Each person in your house would have to take 168 dumps per day to burn through Damn. all those toilet paper rolls uh, in two weeks. Chick-fil-A uh, spicy so chicken sandwich. I can take care of 168 dumps. Let's, let's settle down, folks. All right. Let's see. The, let's see this ding dong. Try and drink with a toilet paper roll. All right. So let's see. If I- 
<laughs> That's a mistake. She made a mistake. She, she, her face. She realized her mistake. Those wide eyes. Right there. Look. Watch. Watch Pennywise here. Uh, Pennywise. Oh my god. Pennywise realized she made a mistake. Oh man. Yeah. It's a. Uh, she got big forehead. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Oh, oh my god. Oh man. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm not. She's an idiot. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> what the fuck? What the fuck? <laughs> I don't know where that went. Drink out of this this giant straw. All right. So let's see. All right. So here we go. This is my. So Nick, what's your assessment of this whole situation? Uh, I think it's just an extension of what we were talking about earlier. The world makes me sad. I'd rather be aboard the USS Enterprise, traversing the starways with my friend Captain James T. Kirk. And his friend uh, Spork? Sp- Spork. Spork. Fuck you, Tom. <laughs> Fuck you, Tom. Uh, so we have <laughs> that. Oh, oh Leonard, Leonard, Lenny, Lenny Nimoy? <laughs> I have a completely not so intellectual view of this. <laughs> Go ahead, Nan. So. Ever get that first girlfriend in high school? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you ever get that uh, that first time? And you go, oops. There it is. <laughs> oh, I'm so sorry. I didn't. I didn't know. <laughs> it just felt so good. That's okay. Why, that's why it happened All so right. fast. <laughs> <laughs> I was scared. I was scared. <laughs> it was so warm. <laughs> it's so bad. Oh. Okay. I kind of want to see what, oh, yeah. I need to, All right. You went to this other video real quick, and All I was right. like, okay, I just want right. to see what it is. Right. Sunny D and Rum Yum Yum Original. <laughs> uh, Nick, are you in on this? In on what? <laughs> Are you seeing this right now? <laughs> this uh, I'm seeing it. <laughs> <laughs> Wish I hadn't seen it, but I'm seeing it. I'm seeing it. All right. There's well. a shocking lack of teeth. <laughs> <laughs> it looks like Joe Exotic's husband. <laughs> oh my God! It's a jack o' lantern. Hello. Oh, you <laughs> son of a bitch! <laughs> She's trying to say say something, Nick. I'm I'm pretty sure that's the Numa Numa guy. (laughs) She's trying to think of him. That I wrote. Oh, a song. Sunny D and Rome. Yum. All right, so. Nick, as a uh, a songwriter and a singer, you uh, you are. You should you should be able to give us a pretty good uh, assessment of this. Yeah. Well, here's what I can tell you, just off the bat. I have um, really bad secondhand embarrassment. 
and uh, I'm already getting it right now. My my embarrassment meter is in the red. <laughs> <laughs> the RPMs you're red, you're redlining so, right now. <laughs> let me let me take your uh, your embarrassment uh, meter down a little bit. She has almost six hundred fifty thousand views on YouTube. She's almost monetized. Oh, she's definitely monetized by now. Yeah. Oh, okay. I don't know what that. Yum. Yum. Can I point out that she's growing a better beard than Dan will ever grow? Um, one hundred percent. She gets more. She, yeah, she's got more facial hair than I could ever it's aspire the to. I just of. Oh, yum, yum, yum. It's so good I can't get enough. I think we answered what happened to her teeth. Sunny D and rum and rum yum. Mm-hmm. A little meth in there. Why did you? <sighs> oh my god! <laughs> oh, sunny D and rum yum yum. Take a run. The time, her timing is impeccable. Sunny D and rum yum yum. It's so good I can't get enough. Oh, sunny D and rum. I'm getting Jim Morrison vibes from her hair. <laughs> I'm just like, she looks like Jim Morrison, a Jim Morrison. A little bit of her voice too. Yeah, a little These bit. are the voyages of the USS Enterprise. <laughs> <laughs> Nick, is she in key? It's ongoing mission. <laughs> she got new life. Only go. Take a run Oh, she drank some. This is a whole interactive experience. Nick, is your phaser set to yum? (laughs) Say again. I said, Nick, is your phaser set to yum? (laughs) (laughs) Or is it set to yum yum? I am upset. <laughs> we just upset Nick this entire episode. That's <laughs> she has a grand a total day. of four teeth. I'm in. For, I'm in for a text message tomorrow, Daniel. We have to talk. <laughs> <laughs> this podcast just got to be kicked out of Grayson. It's so good. <laughs> I assure you it's not. <laughs> oh, man. Oh. See, and it's the ones we don't find that we have the most fun with. We hey, just They just suddenly come up. <laughs> Nick, you going to be able to finish your beer after that one? I'm going to need to finish another beer. Um, yeah, I was going to say, I'm going to drink more. <laughs> you got the beer right next to you? <laughs> Yeah, I'm just lucky I'm not in my in my kitchen because I'd be in that pouring fridge. yourself a Sunny D and rum. Yum yum. Oh. <laughs> you know what that sounds like? That's just that's just heartburn. <laughs> yum yum. <laughs> that sounds like she doesn't have feet. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure she's wearing a moo moo. Yeah, sunny. You know what she looks like? Do you remember that episode of The Simpsons where uh, Homer yeah, gains th- gets up to 300 pounds <laughs> so, he so he can, can go on disability? So he can work from home or yeah. whatever? And then he, he has the moo-moo oh, the, the with that's the beret. A really good episode. Yeah. Yeah, that's, yeah, this is Homer. With that's the what she looks like. Yum. 
Yeah, who was that God, fat guy who used finish, to? Do, though, is is fantastic. Who was the fat guy who used to do all the political like documentaries and stuff back in the day? Oh, Michael Moore. Michael Moore. Yeah, she's got a Michael Moore. <laughs> yeah, she's she's bowling with uh, diabetes. <laughs> she, she's one. Tr- she's one trucker hat away from being Michael Moore. Mm. <laughs> Good lord. Uh, so so vocal assessment there, Nick. What yeah, do you think? We're waiting for your uh, your input. Um, I think has real promise. Um, I'm hard enough. Right there. Hold on. Oh, harmonize. That was good. I don't understand. You like that? Ready? Hold on. Oh, right there. Right on my level. That was good. So, Nick, are we are we using her in the demo? Yeah, we'll get her on. We'll give her a guest spot. Feature track. Um, monster. <laughs> Speaking of, <laughs> wait, there's more. Oh, 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 yeah. This is, is there more. This is uh, this is uh, actual a staple for our uh, for our podcast here. So uh, buckle in. Nick. Yeah. So Nick, you, you I, I take it from your reaction here. Um, you haven't listened much to our podcast. I can't say that I have <laughs> He's one of one of the only ones. It, hurt, um, it hurts actually a little bit. So did. this is a um, this is a, a regular on our show. Uh, her name is Lil Lunchbox and she's part of the Clife style. The Clife style is you combine clown and lifestyle and you get the Clife style. Yeah, she lives the clown lifestyle. Nick. Oh, I see. Uh, that makes sense now. Makes yeah. sense now. OK, so yeah, I got it now. So she lives in Cleden. Which is Sweden for those playing the home game. Mm-hmm. And she, um, she, I'm, I'm, I don't know if she got a clavorce or she's in the process of getting a clavorce from her, her husband Clobin. But she ran away from Clome and is now clamping. Yes. So That's she correct. went clamping, which is camping, Nick, for the people. But with clowns. Little yeah. clown. No, no, no. She's the I clown. See, so if you add a CL to the front of every word, yep. you're in the clave style. Yes. You're get you're getting in there. Yeah, that you're very you picked up you, very quickly. It really does. Okay, so uh, so uh, where we're at in the in the lunchbox saga, um, her and her husband Clobin uh, opened up their clor- relationship. Clorationship. We we couldn't hammer that one down. Yeah, uh, I don't think she's got it either. Uh, they they opened up their relationship. Um, and he gave her a hall pass claw pass claw pass. Sorry. Um, and <clears throat> so they, they invited a girl into their relationship. Um, <laughs> and something happened, uh, where I think, uh, Clobin was, I think he caught clearings, something like that. Um, and then that almost led to a clavorce, uh, lunchbox flew home to, uh, what we assumed was Clorgia. um, Outside of Clatlanta? Yeah. Um, she, um, <laughs> I think it was the last episode we did. We met her Clarence, um, and she decided she was going back to Cleden. Um, so we terminate her timeline a little bit. Um, we jumped around. Um, she got out of a Clykic uh, hospital? Well, so her her and Clobin fell a Clart again, and um, she... Uh, Clikeiatric? Yeah, she went a little, she went a, went a little klutz. And uh, <laughs> do you have this written down? No, no, nope. nope. uh, we're part of the. 
<laughs> Nick, we're, we're Nick. We're part of the lifestyle. We're what's considered lunchables, which is her fans. Um, so um, if everything else has a CL in front of it, why isn't she called Clil Clunchbox? Ooh, because she's above that. Nick, <laughs> she's above the law. She's above the claw. Um, she's got clown paint on. Yeah, no, she's above anything. Uh, so she, um, things hit the fan. Uh, Clit hit the clan, and um, <laughs> that's not a thing. <laughs> <laughs> she went to a clike. She went to a clike hospital, a psychiatric hospital, yeah, and they they said she was. Uh, she was, not she was not clinsane in the in the clembrain. Yeah, um, she wasn't clinsane in the clembrain. Yeah, um, surprisingly. So she went out. Uh, she went out and sang Clerdi Clined. Um, <laughs> a little bit. Of, she I think she sang Clumper. Yeah, she sang Clumper. Yeah. Um, and then she decided she wanted to go clamping to get away from cleverything. Um, and you know we've had a couple updates of her while she was clamping. She she. Let out her her ultimate truth. Well, so I think she we, we did get into her ultimate truth, and it wasn't much, just that she needed to get away. And now we're at the. Um, it, it says bye. Yeah, her, it's, it's this is her farewell. Is this her Clarewell? I don't know what's going on. Um, if we'll have any club dates on Lunchbox, this is like the Claire Witch Project. Yeah, um, going forward, um, I assume. That this will give us a chance to really go back to the be- the beginnings, cl- <laughs> um, and explore uh, her whole life. Um, but this one is uh, entitled "By," uh, so we'll we'll get into this. Um, hi, I just wanted to say, oh crap! What the cluck was that? <laughs> Okay, I just broke something, so that's great. But anyway. So, um, Nick, <laughs> she has clerchandise. Um, oh, yeah, wait till you see the hat. Yeah, so her hat says clitorally, um, and that she sells that on her page. Mm-hmm. I, hope, I hope you're ready for the uh, band photos, because I'm wearing this hat. She's also got a, uh, a clinfoil clad on underneath of her uh, clerchandise. She has a clinfoil hat on? Yeah, see it right there. <laughs> It is a clean foil hat. Anyway, um, I just wanted to say that I am not really going to upload, like, constantly. So just so you know, I'm not, I'm likely not dead or anything. I'm just trying to live in the cloment, and I'm just too online, and I'm doing the same stupid shit as before where I'm getting so sucked into what people have to say. And the whole point of this is to just do my own thing, be alone, be off the grid and I'm still engaging in petty clinternet drama with people who have no lives and that's just not what the point of this is so to those of you who club me I'm sorry but I'm still trying to film with my big camera to hopefully compile some shit later eventually but for now I'm just not going to give all these like constant club dates because it's exhausting and it's not the purpose of this I'm doing this for me so yes have a class day I'm fine. I'm most likely alive. I'm we're not. I'm most likely. We're not clerting that she's alive. Um, yeah, this here's could a be. a question for you. Is there any rhyme or reason to where she adds the, the CLs or is it just random? Oh, no, you just you go with the clo and um, you just kind of <laughs> let it. Yeah, uh, you climp revise. Yeah. <laughs> um, 
what part of this are you not getting, Nick? No, I... <laughs> do you need clarification? I guess I just didn't see my Wednesday going this way. Your cleanse day? <laughs> he just wants to sit back and watch Clark Click Clenner Plies. <laughs> Star Click Click Hard. Yeah. <laughs> Clapton Clerk. Um Clorf. This is uh this is something I never thought I would see. Um <laughs> Did you, did you know that Clavar Clerton was uh, the host of Cleaning Cleanbo? I heard that. Take a look. It's in a cluck. It's Cleaning Cleanbo. Oh, nice, Tom. That's good. <laughs> Clutterfies it I, in the sky. I, <laughs> I am at a complete I can loss. fly quite as high. <laughs> in a cluck. Take a cluck. Oh, my God. <laughs> It's cleaning clean. Oh, it's good. It's a good one. I just let Nick, as an author, you had to appreciate that. The Sunny D and and rum lady sings better than you, Tom. (laughs) (laughs) Come on, man. I, I, I hit author, authors and vocalist. That's Nick Gregorio. (laughs) <laughs> I just need to put I need to put like a I need to wear a tweed jacket with uh with elbow patches and then I'll have the whole There you go. I, I will be new. I have a couple of those I can lend Of course you, you do. <laughs> <laughs> of course you do. <laughs> I look at you and I go, he's got those He's got clobo pads. patches. He's got clobo pads. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. So Nick, I would I would definitely advise uh, going back uh, a couple episodes, a couple episodes, and uh, and watching our assessment of uh, Little Lunchbox here. Um, yeah, I'm surprised you didn't prep. I we'll, we'll talk about that later. <laughs> I just can't imagine being this person. She's she's just. Uh, She's we're lunchables. We're we're already deep diving in. We're we're hooked. Like I'm like, is hoping this, an this isn't good thing, or is it just one lady? No, there's a whole lifestyle. Is there? What, yeah, the I think it's just her. Is there yeah, other no, no. videos? No, no, no. She's had videos with the clamily. No, the clamily. But stuff. like, is it just like a group of them that they got sucked into some weird like counterculture, or no. is it just like, is it an actual thing like the juggalos? See, that's what we thought. For juggalos and juggalettes. But it's not for the juggalos and juggalettes. No, this is completely separate from ICP. And she has mentioned that she's not affiliated. Yeah, she's not affiliated with uh, with juggalos and juggalettes. And um, while she appreciates. Uh, the music uh, stylings of uh, Insane Clown Posse. Uh, she's not a huge fan of them. She's not. Yeah. She's more a Klimt Klizgit fan. Yeah. She's a little bit more in the Klimt Klizgit. You ever listen to Klimt Klizgit? <clears throat> little Kled you know, first. Kles- sometimes Kles- I think Kles- like, Klorland. wow, people are really weird. You know, and then I, I think it's just a matter of. We'll no, never fucking change Lunchbox for life I'll never fucking change Lunchbox for life I'll never fucking change And it drives you crazy It makes you deranged You wish that you could get on my <laughs> level I am ascending I'm in the skies I'm bending You can't handle me You can't deal I am so fucking real It makes you feel crazy does it make you feel crazy, Nick? Does it? Does that? She's haircut, really good. Does that haircut make you feel crazy? That's a clown haircut. That is definitely a clear cut. Um. So, 
do you want to hear some of her? Um, do you want to hear some of her Limp Bizkit uh, influences? I would actually you know? love to talk about bingeable television shows. <laughs> <laughs> let's uh, let's let's hear. You can definitely tell that. Uh, she she has right some kind of influence now, from it's time to get busy. One, the two, biscuit. Frizzy. Shut the cluck up and bring the cholistic riff from the cliskit straight through the speakers with the hey, hey. Check this future shock of rock revolution, conk. Oh my clod, here it comes. So clut it up. You keep on talking, I'ma shut your ass straight the cluck up. Call the cops, look up in the state. This is why Fred Durst should be fixed. I pulled this mic straight out the toolkit to fix you this video. Ten minutes long. Oh well, no. This <laughs> we meet her, her Clarence, and uh, yeah, we're just we're just gonna give you a little taste of her freestyle skills. But yeah. never good. Mind. They, they, they got the taste. It's uh, it, it tastes like shit. <laughs> <laughs> Diet. A clock. Clock. Who lives now? Who's talking shit now? Yeah, that was a tough one. Down. Yeah. Three, two, one. Here it is. Here we go again. So. <laughs> Definitely, she's got some uh, Limp Biscuit stylings there. Very, yes. Uh, you know, if I'm surprised Fred Durst hasn't sued her already. <laughs> I feel like she's an illegitimate child of Fred Durst. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like Fred Durst went down to Clatlanta, Georgia. <laughs> I don't think I've, I don't think I've ever met anyone who is still um, influenced by Limp Biscuit. Who still lists Limp Bizkit as an influence? I'm gonna do uh, it. insane people. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> she. I, I think I'm gonna she, do it to our. I'm gonna do it to our Facebook page. Influences Limp Bizkit. <laughs> Um, I know you'd be loving this shit right here. Because we don't care. Um, I think Nick should start wearing uh, crazy makeup, like paint his whole body like West Borland. Oh, shave your eyebrows off. Nick, are you listening to this? Take yeah, me, no. Take I, notes. I actually, that guy was the biggest loser I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> <laughs> like, I remember on, being Nick. like, Less I remember past judgment. being like, man, Wes Borland's so good at guitar. I'm like, no, he's not. He's playing one note. <laughs> <laughs> like a chump, hey. <laughs> <laughs> um, what about Buckethead? That guy's an asshole. <laughs> I have a story about Buckethead that I that I don't want to get into. No, please indulge us. Please indulge us in, in your Do you Buckethead remember when story. Buckethead was in the Guns, uh, Guns and Roses, and Roses yeah, reunion absolutely. back in high school? Yeah. That's the only so, thing I know Buckethead from. He has his own solo career, but that's a different st- different story. Anyway, uh, Buckethead was in that band, and my friend Bill was like, hey, you want to see Guns N' Roses? And I said, you know what? What the hell? Why not? I'm a junior in high school. I don't give a shit about anything. I don't even – I was didn't it, even hate Guns N' Roses at that wait, point. Wait, was, was that Guns N' Roses? Was that Faxel Rose? Oh, yeah. It was Chinese oh, yeah, democracy? Was that Chinese democracy? That was fat, fat – Pre, pre-Chinese democracy. That oh. was Faxel Rose and uh, with uh, the Corn Rose and uh, – Yeah, and with and Buckethead on guitar. Yeah. Yeah, he anyway, like, to he relate like this back to what we were talking about earlier, CKY was opening for them at Wells Fargo. Center. I remember this wow. show. Yeah, I remember yeah. this. So um, we're in the stands and CKY plays and then uh, the Beastie Boys DJ plays for like a half an hour and then 45 minutes and an hour and then an hour and a half. And by that point, people are getting really restless, right? 
so oh, they come over on the on the loudspeaker uh, like an hour oh, no. after that, and they're like, uh, uh, "Axl Rose hasn't shown up for the concert. The concert's canceled, and all hell broke loose." <laughs> I remember this. Yep. Um, and people were kicking the seats out of the cement like <laughs> struts that are holding them down and throwing them down into the second into the first level. Um, and we got friendly with this guy. He was a pretty nice dude. And we were walking out and we were trying to get to the, the main concourse there. And we turn around in time to see a giant soda crush this guy in the face. <laughs> <laughs> was it a can or like a plastic he, cup? Yeah, it was like a like a like a super. What do they call the those things from Seven Eleven? Big gulps. Uh, like, like sixty foot big gulps, right? Yeah, big gulps, huh? This thing crushed him in <laughs> well, the face, but then he thought it was us, so he started chasing us through the Wells Fargo Center. <laughs> was that still the Wells Fargo Center? Or was that the First Union Center at that point? It was First Union. It was still First Union. It was, still first it was, union, it was yeah. the F the FU Center. It was still it was. the FU Center. Yeah. Yeah. But like that that concert was like on the news. It, yeah. it turned into a riot. Yeah. That yeah. was like the other riot, um, the one, the Metallica one in Montreal, when uh, when Guns N' Roses decided to not go on after uh, what's his name burned his face. <laughs> Who burned That's his right. face? James Hetfield. He, like burned Hetfield. his face on some like uh. pyrotechnics, and then like Guns N' Roses was like, yeah, we're not going on. And then you the know, whole full disclosure, that fire not six not six months ago. I pulled up the VH1 behind the music that was on it? Metallica yep. on YouTube and watched the entire thing. That, that the fire should have finished the job. <laughs> Hetfield sucks. Metallica <laughs> sucks. The end. Hot takes here, folks. Hot takes, man. Hot takes. That Star is Trek the least sucks. hot take ever. Doctor Who like sucks. One out of Metallica five people sucks. hates Metallica. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, that isn't really a hot take anymore. It used to be. <laughs> I, hope, uh, I hope that got picked up. <laughs> um, that fart will pick up in post. Yeah. Um, yeah, Metallica does suck a dick. They had like two good songs. <laughs> yeah, more than that, you douche. No. But- <laughs> They have, uh, what is it, uh, Master of Puppets? They that Dude, s- Damage Incorporated is one of the greatest metal songs ever written. They had that song, uh, uh, Turn the Page, I think. That was a good one. Seeger did it better. <laughs> um, oh, what, oh my God. what else did they have? Um, they had that amazing uh, Load and Reload, those two albums, back to back. Oh, so good. Um, that was, again, bringing it back, that was Semen on the cover. It was. <laughs> it was Semen on the cover? <laughs> Yeah, the cover art was semen. That's so fucked. I had no idea. Um, I was actually making a VH1 joke. VH1 True Hollywood Story, baby. St. Anger. St. Anger was VH1 awesome. behind the music, excuse me. Right? St. Anger was awesome. Yeah, the snare. I bought St. Anger in Australia. That's how much I... <laughs> the most revolutionary snare drum I've ever heard. To be fair, I did... To be fair? I, uh, to be fair. Uh, I did really enjoy the S&M album. Uh, That's cool. I'm not a live album <laughs> person, but it's cool. Well, I, yeah, I, I mean, I can't really talk about music. I like like uh, Dave Matthews live. That's a that's a good listen for me. <laughs> Dave Matthews band, deep cuts only, no hits. Thanks, Andy. <laughs> <laughs> this isn't a deep cut. Oh man. Uh, We're going crazy. It's yeah. it's it's the it's the quarantine. It's the quarantine, yeah. actually, guys. It's the Ronies. The Ronies is getting us. The Ronies. All right. Um. So we can get into our our topic. Um. Talking, speaking about the Ronies. Um. 
since everybody's on quarantine, um, I think the number one thing that people are doing besides listening to the best best friends podcast in the world um, is binge watching shows, binging copious amounts of streamable television. Yeah. <clears throat> and with everything that's like available now, it's really is like the perfect time to be quarantined uh, because it, literally everything's available to you. The whole Disney vaults available to you. Could um, you imagine this being 20 years ago? Oh, I'd be playing with one of those fucking uh, those bubble games. You know, when you, it was like the thing with the water and you would use the bubbles to push the rings over. Oh, yeah. You would yeah. turn it and then no, it no, I no, swear no, to uh, God, I thought I heard you say no, butthole buttons. games. <laughs> <laughs> no. Um, are you, like, what what, kind you of doing? Games what are you doing? Stapling papers over there? I'm playing with the universal uh, <laughs> socket thing. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> he's stapling. Just, I thought he's just so bored. He's just stapling one I'm piece of paper over and over again. Um, but yeah, I mean, it, it, like everything Disney plus has like every Disney thing ever. Yeah. We've gone um, through like the deep cuts on Disney. Um, you know, you have Netflix, Hulu, HBO, go everything, everything that you could imagine. Um, so, the debate that I, I thought of this week would be what what is the best TV show to binge right now? I, I, I thought about this a little bit, but I'll let I'll let Nick go first. What's he uh, what do you think's the best? If you were like coming in, you've never seen it before. You think I well, have all this I, so time. I'm, I'm approaching this from a strictly scientific point of view. Right. So so let me clarify. That's, this is you're suggesting. Uh, a binge show to somebody who may not have seen it before. Yes. Ugh. Uh, everything I like, everybody hates. No, you just mean Tom hates it. You're just, aren't you just the hipster? <laughs> no, I'm watching Clone Wars right now, Tom. I can't recommend that to anybody. Nobody so hates like, Clone hey, Wars. Nobody hey, hates Clone Wars. What are you watching? Wars. I'm watching Clone Wars, Mom. You should listen. You should watch Clone Wars. Zero like, people. Well, that? okay. So we're not suggesting binge-worthy shows to the people who are going to take bite the, uh, uh, you know, bite it during the coronavirus. Here, we're we're talking about your contemporaries. Are you talking about my mom dying? Well, I mean, it probably God in the damn, man. <laughs> Not not necessarily your mom, but the metaphorical that generation. Your mom. Are you just talking? You're just saying our generation. What you would recommend? Yeah. Okay. He was just trying to say it. But he said it in a real bad way. I mean, they are calling it the boomer <laughs> cleanser. Uh, I don't agree with that, dude. I um, if you were down with superhero stuff, I'd tell you to do Daredevil in a second. I know it's not new, but it's still there. It still exists. And that's two full, what, three full seasons? It's three or? seasons. It's three seasons, yeah. And uh, that, that would be the one you would go with, the show with that doesn't have an ending? It Ooh. did end. It's an incomplete show. Uh, no, that, see, that doesn't end. It's a dis- no, no, dude, season three tied everything up to a point where, yes, it didn't end, but no, it didn't leave you with a cliffhanger. It but left it me wanting more. It didn't end. It ended, but it did not end. Well, here's a question for you then. What show adequately ended ever? The Wire. The uh, Wire. The yeah, Wire George. did. The Wire is actually, I would say, tops for. I thought you were going to say Lost. Ooh, damn it. Why'd you take mine? Fuck that show. <laughs> Dude, that was mine. I was going to say. Zero rewatchability. Oh, I have. I have gone Lost back. And, I have gone back end. and watched. They pulled that out of their ass. Exactly. No, they didn't. They pulled the fans pulled it out of their ass. What I do is I don't watch it all the way to the end, though. 
I just you can watch the first two seasons and that's it. It is still. Yeah, I agree with. I think it's timeless. One because like there's you don't need like the whole technology thing. Like some of those older shows where it's like you know the internet they have flip phones and stuff and it's weird. Like The Wire. Watching The Wire with like burner phones and stuff. Like, bro. <laughs> Boost Mobile is still in existence. Yeah, burner phones are real. But I'm like, Baltimore's using Cash App now. Like, you can't, you can't use this. But I'm like, I'm looking at that. I'm like, the technology's a little off. But it but still like, tells a great story. It does. Now, Lost at the time was great because you're like, holy shit, they're jumping back to nine in the 1970s. Where are they going with this? But now you know where they're the shit ending that they're getting to, and you're like, this is bullshit. Every part of the well, show most sucks. mystery shows don't have any rewatchability. It's like, I it's like, yeah, that's, like mysteries. It's like, you know, the mystery, you know, the end. What's the point? Right. It's I'll, like Titanic. You know, the boat's going to sink. Yeah. Again. I'll never watch Game of Thrones over again. Yeah. No, that's true. I mean, with uh, that, was, the whole point of that show was the ride. Yeah, it was the ride. Yeah, definitely. But I, I guess with like Lost, I forget what I was going to say, but I was going to I was gonna Were you going to say that it sucks because it sucks? <laughs> so I, I got into it late. So I got into it when we lived together. That's when I was right. watching Lost. And so I almost got to the end of Lost. And then this little movie called This Is 40 came out with uh, Paul Rudd. Has anyone have you seen that movie, Nick? Wait, did that movie spoil it for you? <laughs> let me tell you about let me tell you about how I almost threw a bottle of beer across the like across the room of our like living room at our apartment because I watched This Is Forty and they showed the very last scene of Lost while I was still a season and a half back. <laughs> <laughs> And then they go and they explain it and they spoiled it in that movie. I was like, what the fuck? Now, to be fair, that was to be fair. To be fair. That was um, a couple years after Lost had ended. Yeah. So I and this was great about the Internet at the time. Lost wasn't ruined for me. Like nobody, okay. nobody ruined Lost for me. There weren't memes. Well, nobody about, was watching at that point. Right. Well, mm, I'm going to talk with you. But there, disagree with it. But there weren't memes about it. The, you know, no, there wasn't it, anything like it wasn't like Game of Thrones. Where, like I already knew the end of Game of Thrones. I think what you mean is there wasn't Reddit yet. There wasn't yet. Yeah, there wasn't. Yeah, there wasn't anything on the Internet that would ruin it for me. So I was like, I went right into it. And then I watched this little movie because I'm like, I love Paul Rudd. And I I didn't forgive him until Ant-Man after that movie. <laughs> I refuse. I was like, Paul Rudd's a fucking asshole. <laughs> and then Ant-Man came out and I was like, all right, you redeemed yourself. Which, all right, we'll you get really into it. We'll get into whole topic ever. Yeah. That reminded me of something that we'll, we need to circle back to anyway. So Nick, <laughs> what, um, Dan is, uh, inexplicably going with lost. Uh, Nick, what are you going with? Oh, Jesus. Um, He's afraid. To one of my this is going to sound ridiculous. Um, one of my favorite shows ever is Battlestar Galactica. Um, that shit is intense, and uh, you just love like, everything divisive. There's nobody that's like that show's pretty good. It like everything you like is everyone's either like I will give my left nut for another season of that show, or I f- I will give my left nut for that show to be erased from everything. <laughs> 
Well, that's because I'm smart and everybody disagrees is dumb. <laughs> it's that sure. simple. But <laughs> um, aside, like you can you can cut the back half of the fourth season off. And it's a perfect show. It's a perfect show. I've never watched it, so I'm in the dark. Now, since you gave that caveat, not a perfect show. Oh. Well, I oh. mean, uh, so I am. Oh. It's not about. I'm satisfied with the actual ending. Um, most people who watch that show are not. Um, that's fine. Um, now, I think the more appropriate ending was halfway through the fourth season, which at that point they were taking breaks. Um, you would get like they'd do a half a season and then that, come back. Did that occur during the? Uh, didn't that occur during the uh, the writer strike? So the first season aired in two thousand four. Um, oh, so this it might have been just before one? the writers' strike. Okay, I was like, is this the old school? No, one this talking? is the Edward James almost one. Ah, yes, yes, yes. Um, yeah. Now, I, unlike your other asinine uh, things that you brought up in this podcast, um, <laughs> I have uh, I've given two episodes to Battlestar Galactica. Um, and I did enjoy them. Um, See, I never, I never watched any of them. I enjoyed them. I just, it's just one of those shows that I just never went back and finished. Oh, um, so, so is this, this is a recommendation, I guess, for Tom right now. I, I mean, I, well, I I'm not quarantined, but I mean, <clears throat> I, it's a show that I could see myself getting into. It's look, it, it, it you want to talk about shows that aren't like that fantasy type of sci-fi like Star Trek or Doctor Who, like this show is based in like the story is more about the human politics, the literal politics, um, and the actual consequences of characters' actions. If you've ever noticed, like a lot of shows, Nick, most shows. Nick, are you talking about ba- uh, Battlestar Galactica or are you talking about Battlefield Earth? Battlefield Earth was a John Travolta movie from the 90s. Yeah, what, what you're describing sounds like Battlefield Earth. The, no. <laughs> Battlefield Earth was created by a guy who made a fake religion, and now every every fucking celebrity is in it. But same but, thing as Battlestar Galactica. Do you, you do realize that L. Ron Hubbard created Scientology, right? Yeah. And <laughs> okay. ba- Battlestar Galactica, too. That was no, one of his. Not. That was one of his books, right? Wasn't there Thetans? In I the, would bet you in the Battlestar Galactica million dollars. L. Ron Hubbard did not write Battlestar Galactica. <laughs> he was a sci-fi Look it up writer. Right now. He was a sci-fi writer. I'm looking. Yeah, it up. he wrote Battlefield Earth. <laughs> right, but that was a Battlefield Earth was a prequel to Battlestar Galactica. <laughs> you can't What's keep not? It, you can't keep it going, Tom. You were trying so hard. <laughs> You're such a douche. <laughs> <laughs> I'm over uh, here. Just like, what do you think you are? I am. <laughs> uh, oh, that was good. But uh, oh, this, this is how you treat everybody. This is how you treat all your guests. This is fucked. No, I feel like this is how we're going to treat guests when they're remote because they're not next to yeah, us. Because, yeah, because they can't take a swipe at me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Uh, no, I, I, I would I would agree with you, Nick. Uh, Battlestar, uh, Battlefield Earth um, would be a good binge-worthy show. Yeah, John Travolta. You just did it again. (laughs) 
It, it won't stop. Now, Battlef- uh, Battlefield, Battle, Battle, <laughs> Battlestar Galactica. That's the one. Uh, the El- Elron Hubbard uh, driven novel. Um, it's <laughs> hey, Tom, if I ever see you again, I'm going to fuck you up. <laughs> <laughs> no, Battle, Battlestar Galactica is uh, it, <clears throat> I enjoyed it. Um, I'll, I'll watch anything with Edward James almost. The, the way you uh, described it, Nick, kind of reminded me of, I guess, a new current sci fi show that's on that I would say is a good bingeable one The Expanse. Oh, yeah, big time. That's oh. one that I really want to get into. You are Expanse going to love it. Yeah, yeah, go on a journey with that movie, uh, with that show. Solid show. Um, <clears throat> so my my suggestion was originally going to be The Wire. Um, That's a good one. It, I mean, it is fantastic, but it does have its rough seasons. Uh, it gets season slow. season two is it a good season overall, but it's a hard season to get through. You've got to tr- keep tr- keep on trucking. Yeah, with that one. Um, so my suggestion would be uh, Breaking Bad. Okay. That's a good one. Uh, I would agree. Never seen that one. No down seasons. Uh, a satisfying ending. Uh, the ride is great. Um, I, I it's the rewatchability is a little low for me because I think it's again one of those shows like how's it going to end? Once it ends, you're like, okay, that was satisfying, but now do I need to go back and rewatch it? That was one of the shows that took the entire like series wrapped it up in a nice little bow Mm -hmm. and they gave it to you and they said we're done and you went okay right um oh i got another one for you go for it i got another one for you there are no rules here (laughs) yeah it's like uh outback steakhouse Uh, 12 monkeys the movie was adapted into a tv series it ran four seasons and it stuck the landing on the ending it was fucking amazing it's real. It's real. Everything, quiet. everything is so obscure with you. <laughs> no, I uh, twelve monkeys. Obscure? Was a, You've was never a, heard of twelve monkeys? No, twelve monkeys was of, a great movie. Yes, I've heard of twelve monkeys, but the TV yeah. series was that on I Sci-Fi? Yeah, at okay. the same time the Expanse. See, was I running. fucking I worked. I worked for Sci-Fi, and I have no idea that that show existed. Yeah, so I knew it was on sci- Sci-Fi. I thought it got canceled though. So it did four seasons. They did four seasons of it. Yep. How about this? If we're going uh, obscure, uh, Clerks, the animated series. Oh, that's a great one. That only ran two episodes before they canceled it. Nope. 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 Two seasons, bro. Hey, it had six episodes in one season. Two episodes aired out of order, and they canceled it before the other four could Whatever. air. Look I, it up. I had the, I had the DVDs. <laughs> hey, I'm a little better than up. you, Nick. Tom, look it up right now. Look it up right now. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> He's Googling it. That's me getting to my Google machine. <clears throat> so I, I remember the Is It Safe episode. Yeah. It's a great episode. Is it safe? <laughs> one one season. <laughs> one full season. Let's How see. many episodes, Tom? Six episodes. How many aired? Let's see. How many aired, Tom? Uh... Two episodes were broadcast. Fuck you, Tom. I fucking punked you on your own show. <laughs> and we're just going to turn Nick down here. Um, I know I, I watched it on DVD. Um, yeah, I was going to say, I, yeah, I watched it. Look at that. They, they uh, aired a clip show and then they aired episode two and four. That doesn't make there you any go. sense. It was a great episode series. two was a clip show. They were making fun of clip shows by airing it. <laughs> right. But um, yeah, it was the one where the um, where they kept doing the uh, the Batman and Robin trope 
walking up the building. Yeah, it's great. Yep. Yeah. Um, yeah. If Why are we doing this? <laughs> <laughs> but speaking of animated series, binge worthy Batman, the animated series. Oh, of course. Tim Curry, Mark Hell Hamill. Yeah. Come on. Come on. Come on. Batman, the oh, animated yeah. series is it's it's pushes me almost to the point of getting the DC streaming channel. Mm, not, worth it. No, not worth it's it. Awful. Not worth it. it. Batman's the only thing that's worth yeah, the anything series in the, in and the and Batman DC Beyond. Universe. Like I would Batman Beyond's incredible. Yeah. yeah. That's it. That's it. That's, that's it. That's it's it incredible. for the DC the whole whole DC universe. Yeah, right there. That's it. Wrapped it up in a nice little package. Batman, Batman Beyond. Anything Batman related and then outside of that, garbage. Garbage. Superman's the worst superhero ever. I'm not even going to get into that right now. He's got a post-it note right here. That says, it's like, horrible. He's horrible. Why? Why have this? He's he's omnipotent. I feel like this is a story for another uh, a debate for another time. There's Here's what I'm going to say, Tom. Here's what I'm going to say. People who think Superman with all of his powers is too powerful and is boring are fucking boring and don't know what a good story is when you could slap him in the face. That's all I'm going to say. That's it. There's no heart. That's all he is, Tom. <laughs> no. He's literal all heart. He's a Krypton buffoon. <laughs> Shots fired. I'm really I'm really going to fuck you up when I see you. I swear to God. <laughs> Superman sucks. Oh, man. When this, when this six <laughs> the foot, only The six only good part away. of Superman was Doomsday. <laughs> and Bizarro Superman. <laughs> His name's not Bizarro Superman. You know what? I'm not doing that. <laughs> <laughs> I say this, this, this could be a rabbit hole. So I feel like we have to, do you know what? Yeah. Move on, move it along. <laughs> do you know how, how easy as a nerd it is to trigger another nerd? <laughs> oh, I know. I just see, I just see the list of things that he's going to piss Nick off with just sitting over there next to his keyboard. And I'm just like, don't do it. Don't do it, Tom. <laughs> Nick's wife is going to be like, why is there a vein coming out of your head? He comes downstairs. He's sweating. <laughs> why are you sweating? I was watching cops. You've got pit stains. <laughs> he does look hey, like. Don't, hey, that's called. Uh, hey, it's a glandular problem. <laughs> he looks like pit stain right now. Yeah. <laughs> Nick straight up looks like pit stain from Pete and Pete right now. Last time I saw him like midway through the quarantine. I was like, dude, what's up with your hair? All right, Nick, um, let's let's bring this back around um, and then we'll wrap it up. Um, but since we got into superhero talk, uh, have you seen the uh, the new Warriors? The new Warriors? Mm-hmm. Marvel's new comic series coming out. Marvel's new Warriors. Please tell me you haven't seen them yet. No. Oh, my God. Yes. <laughs> Dan. Bam for a second here. Okay, so the new Warriors, uh, soon to come out here, is a uh, new comic series of mutant superheroes that are very politically correct. You ready for this? Well, this isn't it. This is the good Warriors. Oh, no, nope. there they are. Here they are. All right, so. <clears throat> we got screen time right here. Nick, <laughs> let me introduce you to screen time. <laughs> screen time. Now, this is their new series that they're touting. This is the big get. Okay, you following? Who's writing this? Uh, uh, who is it? Vecchio. Um, what the hell is his name? Uh, fuck, what's his name? Luciano Vecchio. And oh, no, he's the artist. Uh, Daniel Kibblesmith from Stephen Colbert. 
<laughs> Wait till you see these. That can actually be really funny. All right. Well, Nick, are you seeing the screen? Yeah, I see it. Um, so I bet you thought it was Cyclops, but no. <clears throat> screen time is a mean obset, meme obsessed super teen, which I'm, I bet you never thought you'd hear uh, that sentence in the Marvel universe. Um, you know, this has to be satire, right? He expo- no, he got he was. Uh, he became connected to the internet after becoming exposed to his grandfather's experimental internet gas. <laughs> I got internet gas right here. <laughs> Nick, do you know what his super his superpower is? I can't. Wait. What's that? He can Google things really fast. What? Yeah, so Google answered me. Yeah, uh, screen so time, screen time's in our uh, our in our uh, yeah, studio we have, here. Yeah, we have a Google Home. It's going yeah. off right now. So that's um that's screen time. Nick is uh he's meme obsessed and he uh internet gas. Hey Google, stop. Um, wait, hold on. Before we go any further, mm-hmm. you do realize that this this comic book can't take itself seriously, right? I think that this I feel like is going to take itself yeah, hyper going. seriously. Keep going. It's no, going no, no, to get listen real me. serious. Listen and... to me. Hold on. The guy writes for Stephen Colbert, you said? Mm-hmm. Yep. Stephen Colbert is a satirist. Right. Not anymore. So why would the guy who writes for it not write a satirical series that is lampooning modern culture? If it if it if that's the fact, I will change my tune. And I'm I'll telling you that's what it is. It. No self-respecting writer would write this book. Yep. Wait, 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 wait. Here we go. Get these two up. Hold on. Make sure you get their names in there for them. You seeing this? <laughs> yeah, this is exactly why I'm telling you this is satire. So this is Snowflake and Safe Space. Um, yes, this is satire, Tom. <laughs> they're both. Uh, Come on, guys. They're both You're smarter uh, than this. They're both uh, uh, racially uh, ambiguous. See, that's why I don't think it's satire, because if they're doing this, I feel like there's satire. Dan. if it weren't satire, this would never have been published. I feel like because I mean, for people who aren't looking at this right now, but we'll put it in a video. These guys are, I guess, gender fluid. No, 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 no. Only safe space is gender fluid. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, Snowflake can uh, materialize snowflake shaped shurikens projectiles for throwing. And safe space can materialize pink force fields, but he can't inhabit them himself. He can only save other people. Um, And it's it's a post ironic meditation on using violence to combat bullying. (laughs) <laughs> and uh, uh, safe space is gender fluid, by the way. Yep. Safe space is a big, burly, sort of stereotypical jock, but he can create force fields, but he can only trigger them if he's protecting somebody else. He's non-binary and goes by they, them. Ah, non-binary. And has See, the power I, to generate individual crystallized snowflake-shaped shirukens. I don't feel like this is satire. I feel like they're trying to Guys, cater. I, I do to- hate to tell you this, but you're being duped like everybody on the internet would be who would get super raged out on this and start <laughs> tweeting hate shit about it. Uh, so now we have B Negative, who is hot topic in a uh, <laughs> in a comic yes, book character. Guys, this is satire. I really hope that you are correct, Nick. I hope you're I'm right. Not t- I'm telling you that if I'm not correct, I'll never read another comic book again. 
Uh, well, we're going to have to wait till number one, one comes one out. One hour and 50 minutes into this podcast, uh, Nick made a promise to the world that uh, I hope that he has to keep. <laughs> uh, he's a goth Kimble kid. Smith is a satirist. You guys are like biting into this hook, line, and sinker. I hope so. I, yeah. No, no, it's not about hope. It's about you. Should, I'm like a little embarrassed. <laughs> so here's Trailblazer. <laughs> Have you guys met Trailblazer? You can't miss her. Uh, she inherited a magic backpack. That's her power. <laughs> she has a magic backpack that she can pull stuff out of from other dimensions. Yeah, but the the whole irony is that she can't reach to her back. She's big old big old fat gal. <clears throat> but I think she's one of your people, Dan. But she, I, are you trying to say she's native? Yeah, I'm pretty sure she's native. God damn it! Which she should have a tomahawk, like tomahawk, like tomahawk. Well, she has a magic backpack. These are like the exact opposite of the. Uh, she volunteers at a senior center. Okay. <laughs> these are uh, when a threat shows up. The night thrasher runs to the rescue. What? What? I don't know. This is just, it's terrible writing. Like, I, I do hope Nick's right. I hope it's satire. She claims to ha- no, get it power. Actually can't, look, I'm going to tell you something. Hold on a second. But, but I feel like it's an environment when, like, where these would be hero, heroes right now. They might no, be catering to the Tumblr that ran in the early two, 2000s called X-Force and Ecstatics. All right. It was written by Peter Milligan. The characters were lampooning superhero comics that was drawn by Mike Allred, a lo- a popular pop artist. Who right. We saw X-Force was, in, in Deadpool because Deadpool used to be the leader of X-Force. No, 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 no. You're missing it out. You're missing it. This book had nothing to do with the typical X-Force roster. All right. Just listen to the names of these characters for this ecstatics team. And you're going to think that this might actually sound familiar. Anarchist. Bloke, Coach, Dead Girl, Dupe, Spike Freeman, El Guapo, Henrietta Hunter, <laughs> Mysterious Fanboy, Lacuna. Does that sound familiar, folks? <laughs> if nothing else, this is a ripoff of a satire from 20 years ago. I really hope you're yes. correct. I really, really hope you're correct. Hold on. Oh, what does this say? People cringing and laughing at the absurdly while some LGBT readers are offended to the extent of the new warriors. Oh man, they're already offending the LGBT now, community. Now you're, well, <laughs> I'll agree. I, I, I mean, I'll say I haven't done my homework on this. I, I saw a video. I saw, you know, that they were, that they were introduced and I saw some of the names and I was like, wow, this can't be, this can't be a real thing. It's not. It's not a real thing. And see, the funny thing is we're talking about it the same way the people on the Internet that wrote this fucking article are talking about it. We're like all up in arms. Can you believe this? It's ridiculous. It is. It can't be real. If it were real, Tom, this wouldn't exist. (laughs) I I mean, satire. And the people who are asking the question of is it or isn't it? We live, don't know anything. We live in a world where this could be real. Yeah, they, no, could, be, they, they could be. They could be. Marvel could be trying to cater to a new audience. Smarter than this, who are making the quote unquote content. This that is we're coming. Talking about. This is coming if from. If this was on the internet, sure, it would be very real. But Marvel Comics is a massive, massive publishing house in which people need to take themselves seriously, or they don't have a job. Kibble Smith writes for Colbert. Colbert is a renowned satirist. You have to fucking know what you're talking about. Guys, come on. <laughs> well, I'm glad I could have lit a fire under your ass, Nick. 
<laughs> um, I, Man, I did not see him getting all up in arms about now, this. <laughs> now, part of me, part of me hopes that this is uh, a, a satire, but part of me really hopes that this is uh, a real thing. I'm hoping it's real just to watch like Nick deconstruct. Oh, and just, <laughs> it, it, I'm going to hold Nick to the fact that he would never read another comic again. Hey, do you, do you remember when I asked you to bet me a million dollars about the clerk, the clerk series? No, I don't. Bet me another million. <laughs> bet, me, <laughs> bet me another million. All right. You got All another right. million in the bank account there, Tom? Yeah. I'll, uh, I'll, well, we're monetized. We got $3 we can bet. Yeah. <laughs> I'll pay I'll pay you off like I pay off my student loans. <laughs> I'll get you guys next month. Defer. <laughs> <laughs> get you guys next month. Yeah, come at me with your lawyers. <laughs> All right, uh, so let's wrap this up on a uh, on a very heated note. <laughs> <laughs> Nick, are you sweating over there? I'm not even. Ma- I'm just kind of like. <laughs> I don't You're know how flustered. you seen it as satire. Like you guys are smart. Well, no, I mean we are, no, I, we are. We're super geniuses. That's why we have this podcast. <laughs> but um, I just feel like this could be something in this day and age that could be real i told dan and you got a million bucks i told dan nope. that uh <laughs> i i feel like i feel like that marvel had like a group of their interns make a word cloud from tumblr and <laughs> that's how they picked out these characters <laughs> they all look like safe space from a, internet from a gas, tumblr. fat the chick. reason they picked these characters was to lampoon internet culture guys that's what this is I hope you're right. But then again, I hope you're not. And I hope you eat those words when you pick up New Warriors number two. <laughs> hey, Dan. <laughs> hey. Bet me a hundred bucks. I'm serious. <laughs> bet, it, bet a case of beer. Bet a, bet a case of uh, the beer of your choice. Case of beer, your choice. My, my choice is that you'll have to drive up to Treehouse and get me a case of beer. Beer of your choice in southeastern Pennsylvania. (laughs) (laughs) All right, let's wrap this bad boy up. All right, yeah, let's talk. We're about uh, two two owies. Oh, two Um, owies. um, All right, so um, Nick, thank you for uh, for coming on. Yeah, thanks, buddy. uh, Thanks for having me. Letting me trigger you throughout the episode. Um, Yeah, thanks. Can't see your face. (laughs) (laughs) Just the way I like it. So Nick has uh, has uh, two books out now. Uh, he has Good Grief and The Distance. They are available right now. Um, <laughs> did you purposely put The Distance? What? No, I said this. Oh, did I say The Distance? You did. Oh, sure did, Tom. Sorry, sure did. <laughs> sorry. sorry. Like, did you purposely do that? Sorry. What an asshole. He's trolling your plugs now. Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> uh, Good Grief and This Distance are available now. Uh, Nick, where can you buy those? Uh, you can buy them on maudlinhouse.net or you can go to my website. They will uh, also appear on Amazon um, as well. You ain't getting those anytime soon from Amazon. Yeah, yeah no. You're that, about three that, weeks that out. might take a bit. Yeah. Um, uh, you can come over to my house and I will, uh, I'll read you good grief. Um, you yeah, know. Tom's going to do the audio book for it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, this all sucks. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, and then Nick has a new book coming out uh, called With a Difference. Yeah. Can you talk about this one just like a little bit? Give us a synopsis because this is one of the most unique kind of book styles I've ever seen. 
Yeah. Uh, so with a difference is a collaboration with a local poet named Francis Delario. Um, that's such a which, poet name. <laughs> um, so I got this idea from the rancid no FX cover split from 2003, uh, in which they played each other's songs. So I came up with an idea of a book in which I would adapt 10 of friends poems into short stories and he would adapt 10 of my short stories into poems. Um, and then we decided to take it a little, a step further. Um, and the book itself acts like a vinyl record in that when you finish one half, you literally physically have to flip the book over to read the other side. Um, there are two front covers as opposed to a front and a back. Um, so you don't have to, um, there is no right way to start. Um, it's pretty unique. It's, it's, um, it was a pain in the ass to get somebody to take it. <laughs> but, <laughs> it's a, it's, a, it's an incredible concept as like a musician where I'm, I'm getting it. I'm like, that is awesome. And then like trying to describe that to like a non-musician who's never like maybe picked up a vinyl record. Now, correct me if I'm wrong, Nick, but uh, I believe uh, Goosebumps did that concept uh, of the, uh, you know, uh, two-sided book like if you have one reading one side one page is the right way of reading and then the other page is upside down then when you get done one story you flip it upside down and then you're reading a new book i think that was animal well that was might likely be the case no, but they're not they're the 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 goal of this was to to cover each other's stories okay so you're, you're not doing like an rl stein type book he's trying again he's trying <laughs> dude he's he's got a long list of things to trash you on right next to his keyboard i told you <laughs> he trashes me on though i like i know my shit so that's why i get up all in arms when somebody says dumb things no it does it does sound like a, a very interesting read <laughs> nice nick you got it well, uh, I, I hope so that that that's that hopefully we we came up with something that's really cool and <laughs> Um, we got Addie Russell to do the cover art and she did, um, it does the cover look art cool. for two death cab for cutie albums. Like she's oh, wow. really talented. Yeah. That's uh, very cool. So that, exciting. that'll be a, that'll be available May 29th and, uh, yep. you can pre-order that on April 4th. Yeah. We're, we're a week and a half away from pre-orders beginning. There's a hardcover and a, and a paperback edition. Um, and the launch party is at Arcadia University on May 29th, which is also the day it comes out. Um, and if you order it and can't make it to the party, it'll get to your house that day. Where can they pre-order that from? Um, that will be through my uh, publisher, Trident Press. I don't have a website at the moment because the website hasn't been built yet. So <laughs> um, it, it is uh, – you can certainly catch up with me on on uh, social media and I'll have updates with that. Uh, so you can you can find Nick on uh, Instagram at Mr. Underscore Nick, uh, Twitter at Mr. Underscore Nick Underscore. Um, and then, so your website, Nick Gregario.com. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. And there's, and a- there, if you can look at the top there, that's just my half of the book. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Um, and then you can see, uh, a beardless Nick drinking a stout, which is all kinds <laughs> of wrong. Yeah. It just looks weird. <laughs> you don't look a thing like pit stain in that picture. 
<laughs> I look like a sexy ass man in that photo. Sure, keep telling yourself that. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, so uh, you can follow us on uh, on Instagram and Facebook at Best Best Friends Pod. That is at Best Best Friends P O D. I'm so glad we keep you. And then it. you can uh, email us, uh, email us topics that you want us to cover. If you want to come on and be a guest, uh, give us a reason why. And we'll consider that. Um, if you have any videos that you want us to review, uh, let us know. Send um, us videos. We're tired of uh, <laughs> we're tired of finding ones that your mom's house podcast has already done. Oh. Um, <laughs> and then you can email us at uh, best best friends pod at Gmail dot com. That's at best best friends pod. gmail.com um i remember to subscribe rate and review um we're still sitting at 10 ratings be that 10 or nine ratings sorry nine ratings still be that 10th rating guys um maybe take a listen nick maybe listen to our podcast yeah maybe rate and review what show is this oh come on now now you're triggering me yeah Uh, i'm sorry uh, (laughs) (laughs) um apologize so quickly it's it's corny everybody does it um but it really is how we get to keep doing this um we would like to do this more often. We want sponsors. Listen, yeah. Don and Tim, this has really been a pleasure. Thank you. <laughs> Thanks, uh, Nathan. God damn it. Uh, Nathan Dan- Gregorius. <laughs> Dan, what plugs do you have? Uh, well, um, so Grayson is what I'm going to plug right now, which is Nick and I's band here. Our entire catalog is now streaming on Spotify and Apple. So check out our uh, 2013 debut EP, Young Professionals. Uh, we got a single out there on Bridal Enthusiasm. Uh, upcoming shows, we've got uh, May 9th in North Wales, hopefully, at the North Penn Social Club. Uh, that's North Wales, Pennsylvania, North Penn Social Club. Uh, we're doing a benefit for uh, a local musician, Ken Martin from Rough Justice, uh, who uh, passed away suddenly. Um, this, uh, this past, uh, winter here. So we want to do something special for him, uh, kind of do a show to remember the life of, uh, Kmart. So, uh, rough justice is going to play, uh, doing greats playing birthday boy, uh, special acoustic set by Tom flot, but yeah, Grayson's going to be there as well. Ooh, shout out former guest, Tom flot. Yeah. Shout out former guest. Uh, our social media for Grayson is, uh, Instagram, Grayson underscore PA Facebook, Grayson PA. And, uh, that's all I got there for those plugs. Uh, and so Dan, I hear I- that band is really good. Yeah, they're pretty good. Right. Singer, singer's kind of a uh, singer's kind of a dick, but it's all right. Uh, I've heard. <laughs> Thanks a lot, Don. I've, 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 I've heard. No rumble, I've heard rumblings that they're trying to bring in the uh, the Sunny D and Rum girl. <laughs> um, um, you're not supposed to sell to tell anybody that yet. That's like yeah, a secret. Um, so uh, Dan and I um, are. We've been toying with an idea uh, that I think is going to come to fruition um, in a time where. Everyone's looking for new content. Um, People are looking for something to laugh at. Yeah. Uh, Dan and I have been twin uh, with the idea of doing a movie review show. Um, kind of as like a, a bonus episode uh, to the kind the of like in podcast. between when yeah. we can't get guests. Maybe we'll do a, like we'll do like a mini. So kind of thing with yeah, this. I think we would we would probably end up shooting for like a biweekly like every two weeks. Uh, we'll do this, but we're going to do a, a show called It Stinks uh, where we review uh, bad movies, terrible um, movies. Yeah, I think the first movie we're going to do is uh, John Gotti uh, or it's just called Gotti. It's just Gotti. John Travolta's Gotti. Yeah. Um, it has a zero on Rotten Tomatoes. Yep. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, no, most of the <laughs> movies that we are going to review have a zero on Rotten Tomatoes. That's the average rating, my friend. Yep. Um, unlike his other movies like uh, Battlestar Galactica. Um, yeah, that, that was a great movie. That was, that, was great. <laughs> that was the one that L. Ron Hubbard wrote, right? That is, yeah. Scientology's uh, L. Ron Hubbard. Yep, Battlestar Galactica. Um, Good yeah, one. about Lord Zeno. Um, ah, yes. Yeah. Yes, Lord Zeno. So we're going we're gonna to try and do that um, as often as we can. It might not be a set schedule like we have with this show. We'll try um, and get it so we can, like, sync it up with a movie so you can kind of follow along, watch the movie while you listen to us trash it kind of thing. Uh, yeah, yeah, we're still, like, uh, we're still working the kinks out of, uh, you know, what it'll be. Toying with the idea. Yeah, um, you know, so it, it's going to be... Uh, a different type of thing, especially with the uh, the Ronies uh, throwing a wrench and everything. Donald Trump don't trust China. China is asshole. Yeah, China is asshole, and they give us Ronies. Um, <laughs> oh. <laughs> Rony. um, so you know, look for that, and then uh, I think starting next week we're going to go full uh, remote podcast. Um, I'll be the best. Be, best friends are going to say goodbye. Yeah, um, and go remote. Well, we're not going to say goodbye. We'll just be. Uh, it's going to be tough, man. I don't know. What's I kinda the, like being in this room? What's a Soldier Boy song? Uh, Kiss you through a telephone. <laughs> uh, that's what it's going to be like. Um, it's going to be like a Soldier Boy song, yeah. exactly like one. Uh, Drake. Um, so, you know, we we don't want to we don't want to go on hiatus. We don't want to take the cast away. Uh, we don't want to disappoint all our fans. Uh, all three of you. Yeah. Zach Valco um, in Maryland. I know yeah. you're one of them. That's about it. <laughs> that's about <Zach>. it. <laughs> um, so, uh, yeah, we I mean, we want to keep doing this. So uh, we're going to do everything in our power to keep doing that. Um, Dan, you got anything else? I think I'm good. I think you've got something else. though. Yeah, I do. Um, but Nick, uh, thank you for coming on. Yeah. Thank you, uh, Nick. Being our test subject. Thank you for having me. This was a lot of fun, despite uh, Tom antagonizing me for the last two and a half hours. <laughs> uh, yeah, you, you really helped me mold my new, uh, I think, my new persona on this show. Um, the heel? Yeah. I'm going, I'm going Hollywood Hogan. I just did the leg drop on Macho Man. Um, there you I, I'm, spray, I'm spray painting the NWO on everybody. You'll be like the wolf pack, like the glass shattering. There you go. So, um, yeah, uh, just everybody keep in mind uh, that uh, Jeffrey Epstein didn't kill himself. And uh, we'll see you all next week. See you.